Oh, good evening. Now, I can't tell you. I don't know if the <laughs> chat's working tonight. I can see it on my end. Oh, yeah. It's working, buddy. I cannot get this to go on the overlay. So I don't know if you guys can see it out there, but I cannot see it on this main screen. I can see what you're saying, but that's it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, I'm, I'm rusty. Oh, it just appeared. And the, All right, uh, there you the go. Tech gods just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm kind of pumped up tonight. Maybe that yeah. vacation last week did it to me. By the way, good job, guys. I uh, I had a chance to finally watch the whole thing, and uh, I did not get a chance. To, I was going to come and grab some clips of Marty going. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. That was great. We need to. Actually yeah. have some, we got to put that in our promo videos. So I'm going to work pretty, on that. <laughs> you took her pretty good. I'll say that a lot better than most people. I can say that. I much. thought it was a great show. I know I talked with Eric you know, over the weekend, and he said it was really informative. And yeah, I, I kind of heard that from a few people. I know you kind of thought maybe. Well, honestly, it, I thought it was a great show. So yeah, good, good. I guess you don't need me. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I noticed uh, I am probably in October going to be going to Florida. Ah. So you're going to be doing one yourself there. And yep, I think that's it. Yeah, I thought there was another one. Well, deer's second week of deer season, but you know, you never know. See, maybe, maybe I'll be up there with her, you. Maybe, yeah, it might be there. Do her one, do one from the saddle saw or something. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh. I think we could have some fun with that. Yeah. Anyway, so oh. anybody's tuning in, uh, I'm JD. He's Clayton. On the agenda tonight, we got, uh, first off, we're going to do our poll question, do a little discussion over that, Clay, and then we're going to hit on uh, Governor uh, Low Jack Gresham oh, yeah. down there in New Mexico and then what's going on with that. I just noticed there were some updates right before we came on the show okay. here. I did good, too, so that was good, good news. To see. Yep, I figured you did. And then, of course, we're going to have the Second Amendment bullet points. And I'm not sure you're doing a Patriot company this week, Clay. I think I am. I, okay. I, am. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I got a good one. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Clay's Patriot company. And we finish it off with JD's happy ending. So hope everybody tune in, sticks is this around. Episode 59, I think. 59. Wow, gosh. <laughs> Somebody asked me that the other day. So my goodness. And well, uh, okay. and Clay and I, we don't have a hard date exactly set but um starting sometime in october um clay and i are big baseball fans todd mitchell told us when baseball season's over uh <laughs> that, that, that friday after that whenever that's going to be we're going to be starting on k fire 550 every friday at 8 15 a.m so we're going to be on there for probably close pretty dang close to 45 minutes every friday morning right right clay yeah it's what it sounded like um i i think that's probably a trial run as far as to see if we go to an hour or something and, and mm -hmm. you and i've discussed this a lot we're both kind of an agreement that we would do once a week, an hour sometime. I can tell you, I don't want it in the middle of the day. I just mm -hmm. screws up my day and probably once a week, plenty. Once a week. And uh, I kind of like their morning slot there. So I guess I'm, yeah. not, I'm okay with yeah. that. And uh, yeah. I hear a lot of people that actually listen to it on there. Yeah. Here. Hey, Vance, yeah. Vance from down in Georgia, which, uh, uh, you know, we're supposed to go on our hog hunt and we we're going to go. I think we're going to have to change the dates. And I haven't talked to you, Vance. Uh, I did talk to Hawk. But it's as long as you're on here, it sounds like we're looking at March um, because Eric is expecting another little one. Congratulations to Eric and Charity and uh, looking forward to that. But kind of put a, a little change in our uh, good date. people. Uh, good people should have more kids. Good job. That's Eric. right. More, more conservative. More yeah. conservative. Hey, that nice bright colors. And I clay noticed that right away. He said, <laughs> I got the pumpkin spice colors going. I said, we might as well keep that trend rolling, baby. Just for eric i think so. <laughs> oh there's more than eric that uh, yeah they're not pumpkins 
pumpkin um, spice. One shot chat. Good to see you. He says, says bang, Brian Warner. Hey, Mr. Fellow MVE. And of course, everybody else that's listening on the website. I didn't realize how many people listening on the website. That's great. But I don't have a counter from there and you can't uh, you can't actually yeah. comment from there. So that's okay. I don't know why that is, but that, that's odd. So all right, Clayton. <laughs> Vance, buy a TV, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Why don't you throw yeah. us up that Second Amendment? Oh, actually, I got it right down here in the old in my, in my right wing knuckle dragon, uneducated right. noggin. Uh, <laughs> oh, now that I said that, I might have jinxed myself. Oh, yeah. So jinxed I'm gonna, it, huh? I'm, I did jinx myself. Here, I'll put it up there. If Let's it, see it. I am there the right wing knuckle dragon. <laughs> a well regulated <laughs> militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed and uh <laughs> we say this every show but it's getting more and more important and you hear that Grisham? yeah we're coming for you gov <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people are which we're going to get into but before we do that clay let's uh <laughs> what does eric say i have a phone number that keeps calling my cell and disturbing the show i googled it and it's dusty johnson <laughs> <laughs> eric newman is that what you're not eric what'd you call him clay uh, I call him Alfred E. Newman. Yes. Man, why do I always get it wrong? Okay. But he's got a lot of nicknames from what I learned over the weekend yeah. down in Rapid. Holy cow. I, I got I just got to touch on this a little bit. So Leighton and I went and seen uh, Mr. President yeah. Donald Trump in Rapid City. That was amazing. He had an arena full of 7,000 people. But, you know, I kind of saw something in there that I've never seen in South Dakota before. In between um, festivities and early speakers and then until, you know, you get up to the main event, they were playing some videos. Well, one was from the Republican Party, and they flashed a picture up there of John Thune, Senator John Thune. The whole place erupted in booze, and I've never <laughs> seen that in South Dakota. So, guys, his armor, the chink in his armor has been fractured, evidently, in South Dakota. It was reminiscent to me as when we got him elected. I mean... I helped out with that campaign up here in our area, and we defeated Senator Tom Daschle at that time, who was oh, a sitting oh. majority leader. And it was, you know, John's doing the same thing. He says one thing out in, you know, out in the open here in South Dakota when he comes home to visit, and when he gets in there in the actual Senate, he completely does the opposite anymore. And you know what? It's starting to show. People are starting to, to realize it. They're, they're, I tell you what, I think there's going to be a primary when he's up again. And just by some of the reactions of the people I talked to down there, he's not a popular man. It's interesting they brought in a senator, Republican hardcore senator, conservative, from Montana to speak. But not one single one of South Dakota's delegation, the House of Representatives, or either senator showed up. That kind of wow. speaks volumes right there. Wow. That's... So South Dakotans, you guys got a lot of work. You got a lot of work to do. Get rid of Rhino Rounds. I've never liked that man since he was a governor or in the legislature. I can't stand him. He's a sellout, always has been, and he can just go right on out with the rest of them. But <laughs> Dusty Johnson, he's just he's just a nobody. He, anyway, I'm not going to go down that road too much. I could spend an hour on that. Yeah. Well, Clay actually talked to some uh, guns and the 701 supporters and lined down there too. I didn't did. Uh, I wish I, <laughs> you know, I wish I'd have had. They weren't. You busted the phone out and did a little talkie talkie with them there. I could have. I, I just, I was honestly, I was kind of just wrapped up in the whole thing and the atmosphere and having a hell of a good time down there, meeting a lot of new people. People actually heard of guns in the 701. Met some great North Dakotans down there. Some from Dickinson who knew our buddy Dan. 
Uh, so that was great to, to see. They actually, yeah. <laughs> we hung out the rest of the time there. We even sat by each other in the arena. Awesome. So it was awesome. a lot of fun. I'll get some pictures loaded up, guys, uh, next week just to kind of show you what it was like. Uh, but nothing compares to it. I know you've been to a rally. Yep. And it's nothing like going, is it? I mean, the pictures no, and the video, it's uh, nothing like being there. There's a, there's more energy in there than than, than you can uh, think is coming. I, I was really surprised yeah. how it was. I mean, you get goosebumps, and it was, it was pretty awesome, man. It was at the Civic Center, I remember that. My mom and, oh, and, yeah. and my stepdad, Scott, when it was on. Thanks to – I got a free ticket from my dentist, so thanks, Dr. H. That was awesome. <laughs> I can tell you this. Tickets were cheap, 20 bucks a piece. I mean, that was pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. They actually added seats. It's only a 6,500-person uh, arena, really, and that's pushing it. And they were over – they were 7,000-plus in there. They just added some uh, wherever they could, and you could see it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of highlights were the crowd broke out in uh, – well, all in unison singing the song Alleluia when they were playing it. You know, they were playing background music just, you know, while people were waiting. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting back there, and I go, wow. And I did video it. It just didn't – come out in the video but the whole nah. i mean you got six to seven thousand people in there singing the chorus to that song it's kind of amazing it's uh gives you goosebumps really it really does yeah and then uh one of the i think it was about godfrey he uh when he got up there he started with the lord's prayer and the whole place said it you know i mean just truly amazing to see the kind of people that are attending why they're there you know i talked to i got interviewed by real america's voice um i haven't seen it you know, they were just taping it or filming it. I don't know if they'll ever use it, but uh, they did interview me and Leighton. That was kind of fun, and I kind of told them exactly why I was down there, and I'm sure it echoed what I saw every place else. People know this is our last chance. Yep. And they really feel it. They're passionate about it. And I'll tell you what, if we can carry that momentum on, who knows what can happen. Maybe we can over. Maybe we can defeat the algorithms. I hope so. But anyway. Yep. You gotta do it more next week. I'll have a little right. Well, that's yeah, fact. Next week, before we hit our first topic, real quick, we're gonna have on Naomi Chafee. She's got a new yes. podcast called Constitutional Chafee. She's a young gal going to college, um, real pro second amendment, big conservative. So, we're gonna have her on. So, I hope you guys can tune in for that. It should be fun. I don't know what you say. What do you say for a podcast or a live stream? That's not tune in, is this kind of click in, right? Instead? Click in. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know when I was on the phone today with Daryl on K Fire, you know, just feel at the end there when we were trashing game and fish mismanagement. He, he, I forget they got to take breaks. You know, we don't have to do that. We yeah. take a break. Oh, we don't have to we do one. We start 45 minutes. So, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, well, we should get into this first subject. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have heard about it in the news. I'm going to let you take lead on this, Jamie, and then yeah. I'll, I'll throw so, in what I kind of found out here recently. We didn't do a we didn't do a poll last week, so this week I did, and I told everybody we were going to do it right away. And we did have we had a lot of votes on. This might have been our second highest vote wow. uh, uh, participation. Pull it up here. There play. You go. Uh, would you like to see more public land in North Dakota? Hmm. So yes, hmm. no, and don't care. I'll start out with the low vote right away. It was don't care. That was our buddy Travis out in Washington. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The nose nose came in at 31% with 23 votes. And yes was a domination on this one, 67%, 49 votes. Oh wow. So now, Clay, you go ahead and you, I know you're a no, but uh, give every, give everybody your, your reasoning why you're a no on this one. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of the government owning more land. Um, that's the big thing. Uh, they misman- They can't manage what they got now, if that's even a term. I, I don't know how you 
can manage something that's so large like this, but especially federal land. No, I'm, I'm all about them selling it off, selling it to private people, organizations, or returning it to the states or the counties. To me, I'd like to see all the federal lands. I think this is where we could all come to a compromise on the federal lands, which guys, they're not federal land. We, I guess we need to quit calling them. These are taxpayer owned lands. Right. So that's what they bought it with is a taxpayer money. That's right. So they got public access, but they're not public lands. I wish they quit calling them public lands because they're not. They're taxpayer owned land. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'd like to see those federal taxpayer owned, illegally owned lands return to the counties. That's where they belong is in the county. And then let those county commissioners, because you have a very direct link to your county commissioners. You have more of, of uh, access, I guess, a good way to put it. So if you see something wrong, you can go talk to these county commissioners. If they don't react or, or do the right thing, you go ahead and you go run against them and get rid of them. Get the people in there you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you'd see what you're seeing if you, if you had it in the county control. State's better. Uh, absolutely not the feds. The feds are only constitutionally able to buy land for forts, post offices, and roads going to post offices if you want to get technical when it was written. And we can expand that, I suppose, to highway transportation infrastructure. And then, of course, the 10 by 10 square miles of Washington, D.C. That's it. They're not supposed to own. Anything I mean, else? I disagree with you on that. No, I was doing some a, reading on that. I, don't, I didn't see that anywhere in here. I was Right in here. <laughs> and it, what it says uh, I didn't is, see it in there. I, w- I want to hear it, man, because I right. didn't see that in there. You have to give me a I, moment. I, Article three. Because federal land ownership began in the thirteen states ceded their western lands between Appalachian Mountains and Mississippi River to the central government. That started way back then. And but they, they, they can't were independent buy, states. You know that, can't, right? right? But they can't buy any more land. But I mean, they, they can. Uh, the Congress can approve. That the federal government can buy land. I mean, it's, the president can't just buy, but it's it's, it's seated. The seated Congress was seated the power in nineteen seventy eight or thirty four. I can't remember. I'd have to go through it again. But now you just see what you said. They seated the power, but they did not follow the Constitution when they did that. They didn't have the power to do that. They just didn't. They got well, a pass, they got to pass a law and have it go through the. So in seventeen eighty one, it was six years after these guys wrote the Constitution. The federal government was buying land, so they just said the hell with the Constitution way back then. Oh, they several times. I, that might be a shock. But they to wrote everybody. the Constitution. They wrote it and they ignored it. Honestly, several times, unfortunately. So uh, it says in the Constitution, times. the federal government can't buy land. Well, Abe Lincoln bought a whole state, and we bought Alaska and. Yeah, and they then turned it into states and returned power to those states, honestly. What the heck? Wait a second. I'm not, I'm distracted here. We had a new little thing pop up here I've never seen. Okay. You see that up there? Anyway. No. So basically what the, what they are allowed to do, and then they were supposed to rent offices. So say you got a USDA or an FS, any of these offices are supposed to be rented and not supposed to be owned. The only thing that can be owned is the post office? And I do the see courts. that thing popped up there. No, what the yeah, I know they got me. I should have had this ready. That's my own fault. I just read it last night. Uh, electors, judicial power, treason. Well, we know all about that here lately in Article Three, don't we? I don't want to waste all our time here, though. Yeah, I, I, anyways, I don't feel new as states as... may be admitted to the union, of course. And of course, that's how when we bought a, when the feds bought, I guess you could say bought the louisiana purchase they bought this huge land mass for for little or nothing but then they turned it into states after the expansion and those states became independent states of our country 
therefore there really was supposed to be no federal ownership in there. But, and that's why the whole West is littered. Well, they sold a bunch of it off. They sold a ton of it off for different things. And like I said, it, they, they, they put the power back to Congress, which, I mean, I don't know where it says in the Constitution, but maybe we'll talk that over with well, Chafee next week. But well, think about I'm, not, I'm definitely not advocating for the federal government no. to buy more land. I'm just saying I'm, I'm not so sure that it's not. But and, think about it like this. What else has government done? I mean, the state took control of all the water. What gave them that authority? They claim it's all theirs, all, all public waters but they never can find anything that says it's theirs. They just made claim to it. Kind of like what the feds have done over time. It, the problem is, is us as people didn't stop it then. So now what do we well, do? I mean, the founders, it? the framers didn't stop it. They, they grew it. They grew it to a point. Um, they made different purchases. And uh, in all honesty, our framers, as brilliant as they were, they trampled the Constitution shortly after too. There's several, several instances where they did that. And it's, I guess it's, a, it's the nature of the beast, in my opinion, uh, when that happens. But nothing like we're seeing today. Nothing like yeah, we're seeing today. I mean, so in my oh, idea of, of public lands would be something Here like... Here it is. Like, I found it. So this is under... It's under Section 7. That's where it kind of lays out everything. Under, I believe it's Article 1. So... It talks about uh, the any bills raising revenue, of course, come and originate out of the House of Representatives. That's a whole other thing that's going on right now. Whether the Senate can do it, they can't. Every spending bill has to come out of the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. right there. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Section Eight here, guys. So part of it is is you can, uh, you know, it calls for bringing forth militias. It's rules of government regulations and land and naval forces. You got to provide and maintain the Navy. Um, Brits of War to establish post offices and post roads, right there and talk right there is exactly what it says. And the ten by ten square miles known as the District of Columbia and shall have exclusive rights in legislation in all cases over such district. Nothing in here, and this is where this is the only place that ever talks about land ownership mm-hmm. is right there, and that's all they say. So I guess in your, in your I don't think it says they can or they can't. To be honest with you. Well, to me, I'm always going to say it's going to the, the Constitution is very kind of uh, it, it's not to be interpreted. It's to be taken literal. So they don't give them the right to they don't specifically say they can do it, but they do say what they can do. And that was post offices, forts, post roads, which you know was at that time uh, traffic in between Pony Express, you could say. And of course, uh, D.C. It never says in there they can go beyond that. And, you know, it's kind of like our Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights says what we are, by law, by God's law, granted. But it doesn't say they can go make a whole bunch of other things and exclude our rights. Uh, they're, they're very finite and they're very, very specific. And whatever isn't in there under the 10th Amendment comes back to the states and to the people. And but we, I yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but it does. <laughs> I, I want to say that they can. I would, I want to see where it says the federal government can't buy up land and it's, every piece of land is going to be privately owned, except for well, I would just revert them. back to their saying that doesn't allow them to, and that's what the whole purpose of the Constitution was. It was to not say if it's not mentioned they can do it, then it's assumed it isn't. That's how I've always had it explained to me, and I'd rather see it that way now. 
taking on and going down the next level, states are not barred from owning land unless they. So Doug says there should it. be no federal parks. Then I agree. I don't believe in federal parks. And you, no, you know what? A question. He's What's asking, that? He's asking the question. I've never thought they were legal. Um, Teddy Roosevelt was the biggest abuser of the Antiquities Act. He could not get them to pass legislation to, to pass his, basically get national parks. So what he did, he called them monuments, which is under the Antiquities Act, and then mm -hmm. just took control of them. And I think that was an illegal act, unconstitutional, because he wanted to be, uh, you know, he was buddied up with his greenie buddy there, and that's how that all come down. I'm not a big, I am not a fan of federal anything. The federal government is supposed to be the weakest part, the weakest link in our system, except to maintain militaries to actually protect us from our enemies and foes. So, Other Naomi, if, if you're listening or you listen to this on the <laughs> podcast, get your pencil sharpened up. I want, I, want, uh, I, want to get, I want to get schooled up here. Coach me up on some constitutional uh, <laughs> some land, land ownership here. All right, Clay, and, so it's 720. So anyway, getting back. Let's get back yeah. a little quickly to our, what, what we were talking yeah. about in our poll. I, but I got a lot more to add to this. We're at 722. Oh, all right, let's, let's, take a, let's take a break. Let's yep. hit a commercial here. So if you got any comments about um, would you like to see more public hunting land in North Dakota, get them ready. We're going to do our first commercial here, and then after that, we're going we're gonna to be hitting on that a little harder. So. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right, and thanks again to Lauer Auto Repair. They are a fantastic place. Did you get my message, Jamie? <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I, I was thinking the same thing. And uh, don't get me wrong, everybody. Jamie and I are always going to be friends. Uh, we're not getting heated here. We're, it's a it's a conversation, and right. I kind of love the contrast. So um, yeah, and so it's, it's, it's not good to have echo chambers. It never so is. right, right. I I I, love, I mean that's exactly so, why I asked this question, Clayton. I so. want to put some comments up here from people that were on the poll because I found them interesting. Yeah, oh, you yeah, guys going to say that too? Good idea. Can all read them. Uh, Shane Bengson, is that how you pronounce that? I think so. I think one of our top, top fans. Public, yep. as in the government owning it? No, actually. The government owning and controlling more land is never a good idea. And I don't. I think you and I are both on it. We don't think that's yeah. a good idea either. Yeah. Speaking of Naomi, she chimed in. Good question. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Eric Newman's got, I'm going to say yes, because when I hunt, I have to go on public because I'm not a land baron or I have to ask permission. Mm -hmm. But public is just much easier for access. But I don't know, or but I don't want the communist federal government owning it and managing it. And then that was pretty much, he had a little more there, yeah. but I didn't click Which on I, it. I mean, I'm on board with Eric, and I'm, I agree with him on that big time. Uh, Travis Jensen, I support public land. However, I voted no because the public land currently out there isn't managed worth a blank. I try not to cuss as much on here. Yeah. Not to mention, I feel school land should be open to public hunting, same as the grasslands are. 
regardless oh, of grazing. School by our, by our farm is. What's that? The school and by our farm is open to public hunting. And, and all of it is. So I'm going to explain that a little Actually, before I put that up. I'm going to explain that, how that works to everybody. So the public school lands in North Dakota are open to public access. Always have been. But you as a leasee, because I, I have two quarters of school land. Mm -hmm. If I want, and I still got cattle in there. By the way, anyone wants to know this, there has to be livestock in those uh, lands, on those lands to request mm -hmm. this. But you can request from the uh, school land trusts, I believe what they call North Dakota School Land Trust, uh, basically to close it down uh, to hunting completely. But it's also closed to the leasee. So if I did that, which I did it one year to prove a point after they defeated our property rights bill, I also could not hunt it. I also couldn't go in okay. there. But so if you, if you post it, you can't hunt it, and neither can anybody else. I can't post it. They The North Dakota State Trust Lands has to put In fact, okay. they send you posters to do it. But, yes, okay. then I can't hunt it either, so even I though I hold a lease. I got another question for you, Clay. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's not posted. You don't have cattle on it. Could somebody just roll up there and say, hey, I want to go hang a gong out on this thing and whack at it at 400 yards? I don't know why they couldn't. I don't know of any. Okay, see, that's the kind of thing access. I want. In my mind, public lands, like they do down in Arizona and, and stuff like that, where they can go out and it's, it's public land. If you okay. want to ride your damn side-by-side -side on there, and damn right you can. If you want to go do some target shooting. Just for reference, I will let everybody know. I don't. I do not support the idea that I, as a leasee, can actually call up and get that done. Because I believe that taxpayer-owned lands should have public access. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was completely pissed off after 2019, and I found out we could do it. So I called up and I had them send, and I did. I posted it down hard. I had them send me a lot of signs, and I mean, there were people that were mad because it was posted, mm -hmm. and I just told them, well. It's something we can do, and I can't hunt it either. So um, that's that was, and I know it raised a ruckus because they actually discussed it then in 2021, um, mm -hmm. but they didn't do much with it. But uh, if Travis is listening tonight or, or hits the podcast, it's something you got to take up to with your legislators. They're the ones that have to change that rule. And um, like I said, personally, I don't think it should exist. I think if, if it's a publicly held land, taxpayer-owned land, then it should be public access. So I'll go back to something that, you know, measure five, you remember that, right? When All big were, time. Yep. Okay. So they wanted to use the oil, oil money tax, right. To buy up land. So, yep. and I'll tell you right now, I, right away, I was thought that was a good idea. And then by the end of it, I can tell you I had a no, no on measure five sign in my yard. And uh, the reason is, it wasn't like they weren't going to let you go out there and target shoot on it and actually use it like it was public land. And they had an appointed appointed committee over that land, not people that could be voted on. That's right. I mean, I'll tell you right now, if if they would have did that and you could have just went out, like I said, and, and like, you want to go ride your, your side by side drone and have trails on there. And then I'll tell you what, if deer season comes and you just want to use it to retrieve your deer or something, that's fine. Because I wouldn't want to be out there hunting and a bunch of guys are ripping around in their freaking razors during rifle season. But uh, I I would have probably did it. I would have probably been. I'd have probably voted yes on it then. But but it wasn't like that, and that's not really public land to me. Public land is you can go out and do on that basically, what you know, not a, everything you can do on private land. But uh, and and of course, I I do feel sorry for people who don't have places to hunt. Um, I'm very fortunate that that I have all kinds of land to hunt on and do what I want on, and and friends who own land. 
that I can do that on. But the vast majority of people don't have that. And I've had this discussion with Scott a few times about, oh, and you, you say it too, Clay. Somebody come um, help you out on your land. And I, I told Scott, I said, so, Scott, you live in Rame. Do you really think a guy who lives in Bismarck and has two or three kids and a wife and they got sports in the summer and they're taking their kids all over, you think he's going to take a week off and come down there and help you do stuff on your ranch? I'm like, you're dreaming, dude. That, that's a good way to up the divorce rate in North Dakota. That's <laughs> <laughs> he disagreed with me, but I can tell you, I run that by most people I know, and they're like, "Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't have time to do that." And no, I guess I, would, it would take pressure off off private land, is in my mind as well, because public land gets freaking stomped by. Oh, people. I watch it every year. You know, I got an allotment. I got that's two quarters mm -hmm. that go with this place. That uh, I wish they'd sell me, but they don't. And I watch that get pounded hard, pounded, yeah. and oh, I yeah. mean, it does no good now. Since I've taken over and taken it back, you know, we had the whole place rented out that had that piece. And now that I'm on there, I don't graze near as many cattle. Not that the guy before me who was leasing my land was running too many as far as what they were allowing him. Yeah. I felt they were allowing him too many, but he was just uh, running what they said he could in there. I'm running half because that's all we ever did. Uh, I like to take care of it. I like to see that grass in there. I like to have something in there for the birds. Um, I, I utilize it with a well-rounded attitude, I guess. Plays a closet bird watch, really. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, no, I want to kill him. <laughs> but I, you know, I try to make sure that it's going to catch snow in the winter, and it did this year. I tell you what, we had those early snows, and watching them guys mm. on that public land trek across that. Oh, it's walk in, or it's not walk. You can only walk in on this stuff anymore. And I'll tell you what, some of them gave up because it was deep. Cause it was really deep in there yeah. last year because I mean, it caught snow because I left grass in there. Especially after that second week when oh, the wind blew. It was I got horrible. a good story about balking and, and hunting and sweating. And let me, I'll tell you about it after the, but the as far <laughs> as, uh, you know, do people, if people come down and help me, yeah, if they would, great. It comes about, and, and let's remember this is about choices. Either you want to choose to hunt and put in the work, whatever it might be, whether it's helping someone whether well, it's getting out there and, and driving around on a weekend, meeting people, not unless, you know, I don't expect you to work mm -hmm. necessarily, but if you want to, Hey, it's not going to be a bad thing, but I can mm -hmm. tell you right now, taking people who don't know what the hell they're doing on a ranch is probably worse than them coming and just oh, being nice sure. people and asking. And then, you know, I got, I have a group from Minnesota once and I ain't been here in a few years because pheasants are so down. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw them out there with their kids and they didn't, they kept eyeing my land and they just weren't getting a lot of pheasants on the stuff on the other side. So I drove out there and, and the look on their face was like, Oh crap. But no, I, I said, you know, I noticed you guys got some kids with you. And I said, I'm really a big supporter. We don't keep these rights unless the next generation can do it. And I go, so if you want, I said, you follow this across here and go on my little Creek there and follow it behind and you're going to find birds. I said, there's only a quarter here. And then you run into the Indian land and, if you have an Indian license, I don't care if you do or not, but that's public access. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, you, you, and they, they came back every year and they brought me fresh walleye that next year. Hey, I'm good. I, hey, I love fresh walleye. That, yeah, it's unbeatable. <laughs> so, and that was building that relationship. That's what this is about. If people just get out there and talk to the private landowners, now they're not all, they're not all going to be nice, but for the most part, they will be. Yeah. Uh, it's when you start eyeing stuff on, on my land and you don't make any effort to look 
or, or to call me or find me, but you keep circling it, why? That Them deer ain't going nowhere. They're on my place because they've been chased off the public land. Yeah. So wouldn't it be good? You know, I have a sign there, has my name on it. Why not give me a call? But they so, don't. Yeah, I mean, And then bitch about the private landowners are assholes. If you hunt on public <laughs> land, if you don't get them in the morning or sometime, and you know they're going to move around at night. And but I, wow. I, like you said, future generations. I, I just think if there was far more uh, land for the public to hunt, that it would. I mean, that that's only going to help us out in the long run. And my, like I said, not. Yep. Just, I need stipulations if that has to happen again. But um, I just think that in the future that would be a big boom for people to be on our side. Yep. We'd have more hunters. And I guess I need, I, it has to be open, man. People need to go there and be able to shoot and ride their side-by-side. -side. I'll tell you, Clay, most people who ride side-by-sides and motorcycles and shit, they're on our team. They're, mm -hmm. they're, if they're, they might not be hard, but they're going to, I guarantee you, most of them people are Trump people. I'll, I'll promise you that. Well, you know, when it comes to ATVs and things, I think they're a tool. If they're used correctly, like any tool, uh, don't abuse that. Don't abuse the privilege to take them on private land, public land, whatever it might be. Don't abuse the privilege and you'll be just fine. Um, I was a kid. Hell, I'm I'm, four, I'm be 49 years old here in a few days. I still like to take either my son's dirt bike or my four-wheeler and just give it hell and go jump something and tear some freaking dirt up. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> or find a mud hole. Um, yeah. it's, it's just fun. So do that, but do it with a conscience knowing the, what, where and when and how you can do it. Mm -hmm. that's always so, I, I don't even i don't really chastise anybody that takes a four-wheeler and starts ripping through the mud wherever it's at it's kind of fun if there's a mud yeah. hole there go ahead and I mean, the cow's it, probably already wallowed in it so go ahead and rip it up have some I, fun you get man, stuck have I, fun getting out <laughs> i love side but I, I mean i rode motorcycles and through when i was a kid but oh we I'm got gonna, some sorry we do, yeah i'm gonna go to we, some of these comments because there's yeah. some great ones in here so, so what eric says what chaps my height is people getting taxpayers money for crp and no public yeah i mean crp usually sucks really eric in my opinion crp land I, there's a bunch around our place and i don't blame i don't blame the guy for the nice guy i'm friends i don't blame it all for taking it but they're <laughs> i mean if you got an antelope tag you're probably in business or hunting coyotes because it is flat and open it is it is flat farmland and, well and, and you i know when i look at they're gonna CRP, pay them? yeah the Quit crp playing. program whoa I'm, I'm, i don't want to jump in on you here but i, I gotta no, go something for about it so it used to be a 25 75 cost share to planet 25 by the landowner 75 by the uh whatever entity it is, most time it's the feds. And within that contract, uh, you should read them, by the way. I know people don't read them. They just sign them, take the money. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's usually, I think they're a 10-year contract now that's changed a lot. I think it's 10 now. So you're basically, you're entering into a lease. The government is leasing your land for 10 years so that you take it out of production. And at times they do release that for hang. And I know I'm going to piss off a bunch of people right now. I don't agree with that either. If your contract says it's for taking out of production, then it's taking out of production. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. if you want yeah. to sign a lease with them that says, hey, in times of disaster emergency, then we will allow you to cut one third of that every year or we'll allow you to cut all of it um, every third year. That's fine because it's in your contract. It'd be no different than you and I having one, Jamie. And we right. agree to the terms. But yeah. I hate it when they start whining. Now, as far as what Eric said, I have said that even long before we used to have some CRP. I could never understand why 
when the government literally leased the land for 75%, why I didn't have to grant some kind of public access with that. I think that should be in the lease. Yeah. Um, because it's taxpayer money. Well, I think all, I think all, even them landlocked ones should be, uh, but we'll talk about that when we get Scott on it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know um, he's got a big opinion on that. Keith, let's go to Keith. Oh, uh, I was, I was going to grab this one. Oh, I'm sorry. Doug, go for it. Oh yeah. Doug okay. makes a great point. Is why do Americans have to pay to go into the state and federal park? Good question. Uh, I got maybe an answer for that. Go for uh, it. You, I mean, you got to have something to maintain stuff in there. How else are they going to get money to maintain stuff on the parks? Well, I can tell you most state parks receive uh, Pittman Robinson money, a lot of it. Oh, it. okay. But we can't go shooting on there, huh? Yeah. And you also, yeah, from bullshit. your hunting and fishing licenses in, in some states, I, yeah, I don't know about it. North Dakota, also goes in that. And then, of course, along with the state park fees. But okay. uh, to me, again, it's a state park. Um, I thought it was supposed to be, you know, for everybody, but then you got to pay to get in. I, it's a good question, Doug. I mean, we pay get, for other stupid stuff. Yeah. Maybe Doug, we'll let's take the money away from the the migrants and the illegals. <laughs> going right where I was going. Yeah, and it. let's uh, let's fund our parks. Yeah. <laughs> I was so. just gonna say we don't have to fund that state-owned uh, Lutheran Social Services. That's right. We that's right. So we were thinking alike. <laughs> Keith O'Donnell, I hate road hunters. I, Oh my Keith, god! So, sure. uh, yeah, Go Keith, I agree with you. I mean, one of the reasons I, I I quit hunting deer when I was younger was because of that. But again, I, I I've since I have sympathy for these guys. They piss me off, but I have sympathy for them because they don't have anywhere to go. Nope. To go hunt, that's their way to do it. And, and I think if you have more public lands, it'd be a lot less of that going on. They so, could get on these these I'm lands. I'm gonna throw and, this out here. Um, yep. Do you think that the road hunters in your area are a they didn't know the area and they just saw the amount of tags. So they applied and B or are they locals that know better? I think B. So I don't have no sympathy for them. I think B cause I'll tell you this much clay. There's not very, even in our unit, there's not very many tags available, even in good okay. years. So around here, three F two, you know, our unit, huge yeah. unit, lots of tags, way too many tags, even this year. And there's always doe tags left over. And these guys I see, they come out here and, uh, I don't know what they, they must never look at the map. There's not that many quarters of what I would call taxpayer owned public access land. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, every township has a, a school piece, but it might, might not be the entire section because those have been sold off and changed yeah. and exchanged hands over, over the decades. There's a lot of unposted stuff around our place, but so the thing with that though, Clay is, um, do, do I know a lot of these people who hunt? Yeah. My dad knows damn near everybody in that County. Mm-hmm. And so do my uncles, but um, even if they talk to us, what am I, what am I going to do? What, what are we going to do? Let them come in there and hunt and, and smoke all the deer. And then there's no nope. deer left. And you know, well, I'm sure I'm, you're like I mean. me. I, I actually manage how many people I let on and our place I mean, only allows so many others. And I can tell yeah. you right now, if my, me and my boys have tags, you're not, unless you're hunting with me and you're a good friend, you're not getting on here until after we're done. Well, the thing is, even tell you what, hey, between my friends that have been coming out there for years and helping out and my uncle and my, my cousins, I mean, could, could we let more people come out there and hunt? Yeah. But then guess what? Then the deer population is going to get lit up around there and in that area. And there's people who bitch because it's posted now, but <laughs> guess what? By not doing that, the deer that come on our land as a bit of a, I guess, sanctuary, if you will. And it's not that we, and it's not that my family owns like 10,000 acres. We don't, it's, it's about 1700 and contiguous right mm-hmm. there. But, uh, the deer come on there and it is a bit of a sanctuary because they don't go out and get, it get killed and it keeps the population right. up because the does live and the, and the smaller bucks come on there and don't get killed. 
and the deer population grows and a lot of them deer leave that and get killed elsewhere so by, well, by not letting everybody your little brother on there it's actually helping the deer population around there but if we started letting them on would more people yeah sure people would get some deer but then as a whole um you know our family who owns the land would suffer and and so would everybody around there by by less deer population i mean it's a it is a huge balancing act it really is um i i look at it like this the private landowners we own 90 was it 92 percent of the land in north dakota yeah and this this uh this wedge between landowners and hunters as far as i'm concerned now bad hunters always give hunters a bad name just as bad landowners give landowners a bad name we started to see the landowners sell out and sell to, and then the places got bigger and bigger bigger some out of state and then they usually shut it down people buy land just for hunting which and pay big money for it i'm a capitalist at heart so i would never be against people doing that um then you look at game and fish game and fish has done this zero to try and improve that landowner hunter relationship and i would contend they do so much to drive the wedge even deeper so that they can have a constituency that sits there and, and supports a lot of their stupid policies i'm sorry plots is never going to happen here yeah ever I, but you know again plots is almost like public when they pay them to do it. so people they but it ain't much pounded, i could right. i could i could go and right. i could fee hunt and make more than that so it, get, it gets pounded it, plots line gets pounded Eric got a good one here. He says, I take more pride in getting a good buck on taxpayers' lands than I do a good buck on private land because public oh, yeah. land has more pressure, so it's way more. Eric, I, you're, <laughs> you're right on the money again there, buddy. I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, Guys, I can tell you right now, Eric takes some nice deer, and most of it's on, on the uh, taxpayer-owned public access land. It really is. Uh, you know, uh, Eric, if he wants to ever come hunt here, he can. He's in South Dakota, so he'd have to get the non-resident tags, which aren't cheap. I know that his brother has some in South Dakota's land. I mean, as far North as Dakota's goes. non-resident tags are fairly cheap compared to anywhere else. They are compared to other places. Now, I've been hunting. You know, I've been in Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, of course, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Iowa hunting. Uh, and, of course, Florida. <laughs> but I can tell you right now that I've never had any issue finding private land, even in Wyoming, guys. I went out there for about two week, or two different weekends one time. And just started, I went down by Wright, Wyoming. That was where my area was where I had my antelope take. Went to the bar and started talking to people. You know, I'm pretty shy. And I got in there. <laughs> by, the, by the time I left that night, I had three places to hunt on private land. It can be done. Now, I don't know what to tell everybody. I've just, I've, I've never had any issue with trying to do that. You know, the worst they say is no, you buy each other a beer and you have a good time the rest of the night. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not, don't take it personal when you get told no. And a lot of people do that. And I never have, I guys, I never had, I haven't always had land to hunt. I mean, I had my grandpa's place growing up, uh, kind of, I guess you could say. And then we have this place now that we have, and you know, there's 3,200 acres here with, uh, 2,781 being owned. And the other is leased. So, you know, or rented, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I've never had any issues with getting, and I can hunt all the neighbor's land. I've talked to them and they're yep, that's good to go. So, I mean, I got a lot of land access here. I've always had land access, but it's because I built them relationships as I did it. Even from the time I was 16, I didn't start hunting until I was 16. And I've always had land to hunt. I can't say I've never had no place to hunt. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know if this. I imagine at some point in time down the road it's going to come up again, but uh, unless there's some big changes from what they had in Measure Five, like I said, I, <laughs> I went over those before. That was I, I bad, Bill. It then. I, yeah, that that sucked. That that sucked. So well, and you take things like uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. They have the Pass It On program. Now I don't know if it's changed, but years ago, if you enrolled that in there, a lot of times it was closed to hunting. It was just for conservation. They like closed all the hunting in it. I can't tell you if that's still their policy, but it was their policy at one time, and that wasn't good. Mm. Um, anytime you take land like that, and, and that's not good either. You have to hunt. You have to manage that herd with uh, taking of certain. I mean, especially if you don't have a natural depredation, you got to do something, right? Otherwise, they get sick and they get illness and they die. So, I still think private landowners do the best. Yeah. And if you look at public land, um, at least in North Dakota, except over in the Badlands, there's still some nice big bucks there because it's such rugged land and most people are too lazy to go walk it or grab a horse and go out into it. Um, but right now, uh, most public land around here is grasslands. You've seen our, my land. It's pretty rolling, flat and rolling. Yep. Yep. And it gets pounded and there's nothing on it after that first weekend. Nothing. Nothing comes back to it till after the season's closed pretty much. I mean, if you ever go out to the Badlands during either bow or rifle, you will you will see the popularity of public lands. But again, Measure Five didn't because of the way they had that set up, and and because I, I guarantee you if they ever did something like that the correct way, it would probably pass. Yeah, um, so. But but the way that was, and, and you, like I said, the Badlands there's there's tons of public hunters who, who do that, but they they right. I mean, they could probably see that was a bad deal too obviously they did because it got freaking smashed which rightly <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i'm gonna put a couple comments yeah, up here Eric it, in our area it's east river people beating the roads hard they can drive back and forth across the state five times for the yeah. that they drive in our county and yeah and where eric's at is down by shade hill you've been down there before down yeah. where the cabin is and all now that's probably the biggest chunk of land that has public access, taxpayer-owned land, because it's just continuous grasslands down there, and it you know comes off the off the river watersheds is how they mm -hmm. acquired that land. That's how the whole grasslands was developed. Nobody knows this. Your national grasslands. You want to know why they're by rivers? Or because it was all developed because it came off of the watersheds of the river system. That's why you'll find grasslands only near river bottoms or big river systems because that's how they were developed. Anyway, you can go look all that up if you want to figure it out yourself. But uh, there is vast amounts of land down there. Okay, there's also vast amounts of applicants for those for those tags and those units. Uh, Fifty three, what A and B, and you get, you get over here, and of course, count it's twenty A and B, I believe. But anyway, tons of of tags over there, uh, usually, and a lot of people, and they come out here, and like you said, they don't have maybe maybe a week or two for vacation, so they don't come out and do much homework. They just show up and then try to find deer, mm -hmm. and it gets to be guys. It's not the yeah, way that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather just, hey, man, a bunch of more public land. That's half the problem. You'd have them beating around when you're doing shit. The thing is, they're beating around in, in the public land. And yeah. they're not doing I, No, I mean, you come in your yard on your, how many people are going to pull in your yard during, you know. And especially if you're, you're in this pheasant season and if you're if you're a farmer and you're harvesting and you got people coming in and you're like, oh, shit, here comes somebody else. I got to get this shit cut down. I can, I can honestly say it's never bothered me when they stop here. I'd rather they stop. I'd rather they'd call me earlier, but uh, stopping and, and, and I can have a yeah. conversation with them, that's never bothered me. 
I don't farm though. I ranch. So I'm not yeah, out there. I mean, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, farming, but whatever. I mean, so just... Doug asks, uh, does the Onyx hunting app show plots land? I don't know, Doug. Maybe someone on here that I've used it before. I've only but... seen Onyx one time. My buddy Brad has yeah, it. I use Base Map. Uh, they're a little, to me, they support better things. Uh, when Onyx started supporting backcountry hunters and anglers, I quit supporting Onyx. Hey, man, that dude had a cool group. sticker on his Jeep. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> Gene Cox has got on here. Hey, knock on doors. And hey, Gene, by the way, thanks for uh, displaying that banner. I don't yeah. know how many tickets you sold, but uh, we sure appreciate it. And I hope Thank you guys you. had a great gun yeah, show. Yeah, that I baby up there anything. loud and proud too, Clay. You saw didn't, that, right? No, that I did awesome. not see that, but uh, I was out of I was out of service after I got home from the Trump rally down there at the, at the lake. So. Uh, Eric says four by five mule at 480 yards from awesome. my porch right now. <laughs> love it. Love it. Gotta love oh it. man. I love, I love um, Josh and Kayla. My boy has his youth, any youth tag this year, hoping we can get him on his first buck. We pretty much just hunt public land. Going to go out this weekend and try our luck. May try to get on this private land and do that. Just knock the doors, knock on doors and see. I don't know uh, essentially where, what units you're in. I can tell you with a youth tag and we've had this discussion on the show, but well, with John Arman, I know we've discussed this before. Scott, all of us have discussed this youth season and those versus bucks, and uh, we'll we'll have a we'll have a deal on that before deer season opens up again because it yeah. is an important discussion. Yeah. I, mean, I can I, tell I, you, I for one did not have my boys take their first bucks on that youth tag. I wanted them to get the general draw one. I didn't think it was right for them to have a huge muley buck or a white tail mm -hmm. buck. Uh, to me, they need to earn that. But uh, once they got their general draw, we chase the big one. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way I like it. But I can tell you right now, anybody that has a youth tag, generally, uh, you can get on private land. Uh, most people are like me. They like to see them youth in there. Right. Uh, this year, I already have someone committed to that. So, And I, I don't have the deer population after HD comes through here. So I, I don't, I'm not going to let anybody else on. Yeah. But I do have someone they're going to take a doe. Uh, that was my specification. They had to take a doe. And that's what they're planning to do. I imagine they're going to be here this weekend when it, and when it opens up. I got I got a bunch of friends with kids who are hunting. So see, I mean that's what I'm saying, Clayton. On top mm -hmm. of on top of my relatives and, and my yeah. friends who come out, I got their kids coming. And man, you can't say you no. Know, one of your your friends and their kid gets right. a, You know, I well, I, 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 I mean I can't say no to that. And and it's you know unless the deer population is absolutely decimated. But, but you know, oh, go ahead and read. Gene that points comment. something out here. Uh, Unit twenty, which is the South Dakota course and go. It's in the within the borders of reservation, and then you got those tags too. And what he's talking about is out of staters come here and then buy the reservation tag, which yep. is good in the entire Standing Rock, North and South Dakota. And their seasons not aren't cool. antelopes open, right? Deeded land is, is not yeah. open to a reservation tag, nor is right. a state tag supposedly right. good right. on reservation. Good, yep, good point. Yep. Um, I can tell you it happens, but I know that yeah. legal. Oh. It's not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I've never did it, but me neither. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Eric, it gets to be comical watching the uh, East River folks look for deer. I know what you're talking about. I've seen it a million times when I was hunting South Dakota. Uh, Josh says that Onyx does show the plots land. So there you go, Doug. See, we got awesome. great listeners. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate that. Uh, Doug Wolf, he says, that's a poke with a bow, Eric. He's talking about the four. <laughs> yes, it is. Get a crossbow. You get a crossbow. You can hit it. <laughs> get him right in the heart. Guaranteed. No problem. And it's easy, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, tell you what, we're coming up on fifty-five minutes. Should we do our double? Uh, yep, let's uh, do our double and and, and we'll uh, yeah. I tell you what, Clay. Let's. 
I don't want to do it, but let's get off the land thing. we got to yes. hit on this Governor Grisham. It looks like and we could have another show on that. I promise you when Scott Bachmeyer's on here, and we're gonna, I think it's October 4th, we're planning on having Scotty on, yep. right? I, I promise you we're going to get back into this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's do our, we'll do our double ad here, right? And then Sounds we'll good. come back, and we're going to get into some uh, good old Governor Governor Grisham New Mexico. Yes. Right, New Mexico. All, right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. And I tell you what, I have got to change that. That sounds, and is it the blind guy from <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get rid of that. We got to do something different there. Hey, you sounded good, though. I got that finally figured yeah, out. Yeah, well, you did that, man. That's something, you did a hell of a job on that, Clay. That Anyone good. wants to volunteer for voiceover, you're welcome to do it. I know I'm not the guy. But, uh, uh, blind guy, uh, uh, blind guy of ND, we love you. Uh, Wyatt uh, filled in with Marty last week and did a great job uh, with you. Yeah, he did. That was a great show. And, of course, Doug down there at Lauer Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street. Don't forget to stop and tell all of them that you heard it right here on Guns in the 701. You bet. You bet. You help them. They help us. We help each other. This is Absolutely. the way it's done, my friends. That's how it works. Andy. All right, Clay, you want to lead off on this uh, Governor Lojack Grisham here? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if all of you haven't heard, I don't even have the paperwork in front of me because we just went over this. So the the, uh, the governor, in her uh, infinite wisdom of being Democrat. a commie, de- uh, commie liberal Democrat, she decided that, and I knew this was going to happen after China virus, all of these places with commies had health emergencies, and run it through that is that that's the reason they can just take your rights away. So that's what she did. She made an executive order that said that people could not carry open or concealed. Uh, and I don't remember if it was just in the Albuquerque area or the entire just county. That, yeah. I think it yep. was just that area. Yep. And essentially suspending their Second Amendment rights. So just stroke a pen. We're, I'm going to suspend them and we're going to call it a health emergency because of all the shootings, which, by the way, these shootings of the five year old and the 11 year old and the others had nothing to do with a concealed carry no, firearm. Nothing. Nothing at all. But that nothing was the problem in her mind. So she used it, declared it a pandemic of gun violence. I mean, was that really her deal, Claire? Did she just want to usurp some E2A? She just wanted to usurp. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. 
And that's how she went about doing it. So uh, before I go into the updates, do you got anything you want to add to it in there? Or should we give them all updates? Up to you. Yeah, right? so what I would add to it, Clay, is actually uh, the the sheriff there. I can't remember his first name. Mm. Sheriff, his last name's Allen, Sheriff Allen. Yep. Um, this guy said completely unconstitutional. There's no, there's no possible. Me, my deputies will not enforce this. I won't. This is, this is not the sheriff right there. Yeah, and not only the sheriff, the the police chief in the in the in the city of Albuquerque, which most police chiefs in cities, even like Bismarck, they're not aren't they're yeah. not exactly right wingers. Yeah, most of them in big cities like Albuquerque are leftists. He even said no dice, not happening. Um, the sheriff said, we got enough shootings in this city. If, if we start trying to um, find people <laughs> for carrying their guns around, which is their Second Amendment right, it's in the Constitution. He goes, we're going to get more. It's just going to endanger my deputies, which is awesome. You don't and, and very often hear. Yeah, he was 100%, which they did because they had a huge rally there. Yep. And the actually, Clay, even the New Mexico's um, attorney general, the guy's name's Raul Torres, he, he come out he and said... said yeah, uh, Torres said, uh, given that only responsible gun owners are likely to abide, much less recognize your ban, it's unclear how this action will lead to a measurable decline in gun violence in our community. The data does not support the conclusion that gun violence in our community is attributed to otherwise law-abiding citizens exercising their constitutional right to carry firearms for protection outside the home. That guy's like an old Democrat. I've seen a picture. I mean, he's a young yeah. dude. That is, that is awesome. That's uh, old school Mr. there. Torres, yeah. I, I salute you for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you probably got a bunch of people hating on your own party, but you're doing the right thing, and which is what you're supposed to do when you're a politician and represent the United States and, and, your, and your state and your city. Well, they take an oath to the Constitution of the United States as well as their own state. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they should do. And, and the governor, she don't care. Yeah, which and the sheriff did say I take my I take my constitutional seriously. Yep. It's not just something I say. To which Governor Grisham said, "I don't need a constitutional lecture from a yeah. sheriff." <laughs> Obviously, she does. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is painfully obvious. So Clay, uh, now that we went through all that, what what is the good news that we just heard before well, the show came on? The good news. One of them was the Attorney General. I'd heard that I think yesterday, yep. and we had a judge today rule that guess what. He put a stop to it. He said it's unconstitutional, and he's blocking that right now. And so right now, that does not go into effect, thanks to that judge. And no, I didn't look it up. I was going to, but it doesn't matter yep. who appointed him. I love the fact that this judge followed rule of law, followed the Constitution. He might not even believe that, but he knows. And I'm sure he's read the, the rulings that you and I have both read on Bruin mm -hmm. and Heller. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he figured, you know what, I'm going to put an end to it right here. So. How many how many uh, lawsuits were slapped on Grisham's rear end? Six, I believe, right? Yeah, and Gun Owners of America, I don't know if you got the alert today. I got an alert today from their email uh, list that they were, within 24 hours, they're filing one as well. So I don't know if they're going to have to now. They might want to hold off on that, being we already had a judge yeah. already stop it. So I mean, we'll see what happens there. I'll tell you what uh, some of the stuff here. Um, with this district judge, his name is um, Urias is his last name. I'm I don't I couldn't tell you what nationality. Well, but he it got teased matter. in high school. But Urethra. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They agreed Wednesday with plaintiffs in several lawsuits who said the order violates constitutional rights, and he granted a temporary restraining order to block the governor's suspension of Second Amendment rights. It's in it's in place until October third court hearing. Yep. 
And here's what he said to speaking on, on uh, low Jack Grisham's actions. Judge Urias said, I don't blame her for wanting to take action in the face of terrible acts, but he said he was faced with a much more narrow question regarding the rights afforded to citizens, which I mean, I like this. These guys are actually now saying that the second amendment's your right, which it is. It's a civil right. Absolutely. You know? And so if, if they did catch you, state police had the authority under order to assess civil penalties up to 5,000. You couldn't get arrested or thrown in jail, but they were going to fine you. And like I said, the, the, the local sheriff and the, and the police chief that refused to enforce it, which is awesome. They don't have to worry about it now that, that the judge said this. You know? Right. And advocates, yeah. Um, and the Republicans in the legislature, the legislative majority, have called for impeachment proceedings against the governor, which she should. When you do something like this and it's unconstitutional, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Right. If you do something that's unconstitutional... Yep. And you, and you and you just keep you're relentless. You won't stop on it, and you know it's not right. You need Absolutely. to face consequences, not just hey, you were wrong. We'll just come on and say you're sorry. Hell no, you need to get booted out of there for that kind of crap. They oh, you got to have uh, like the like the sheriff said here with all these criminals. What are you going to do about them? Well, you got to start with taking uh, responsibility for your actions, and she needs to face uh, some responsibility for what she did here. And Clay, one more thing, she did acknowledge. When I will say, like, even liberal reporters are asking her, do you actually think criminals are going to follow us? And she said no, and she still yet wants to follow through with this crap. Well, they they just, a liberal, you can't reason with a liberal. You can't compromise with them. No. They are dead set on control mm-hmm. and and basically destroying this country and, and our constitutional values. They just don't care. Um, and I, you know, what do I always call them? I call them commies because they are, they're communists. And I'm not the only one saying that anymore. No, um, I, I hear it a lot. And I've been saying it right. for a long time. And uh, of course, president Trump, he had no, uh, he had no qualms about saying it down and rapid, but the other speakers that were up there said the same thing. So we're mm-hmm. starting to see people finally saying it. So Clay, that's what it is. just in just the name of the County where this is going on, Bernalillo, Bernalillo County. Mm-hmm. Um, 14,500 people have a concealed carry license in that county. Okay. And statewide, including that county in New Mexico, has 45,000 concealed carry licenses. And you will, Clayton, you will like this. And so I'm, I'm assuming all of our listeners right now. The New Mexico Chief of Police Association said every law enforcement officer in the state shares Governor Lujan Grisham's concerns about gun violence. But the order was wrong to go. The association will join others in calling for a special legislative session to tackle gun violence. So there, he's just saying every every police officer, every Leo in the in the state's not going to do it, right? And and I'm glad to hear that. I I wonder what would happen though if the legislature, which side they come down on, uh, if they did. Oh, they're they're blue, man. They're blue there. So him using the term gun violence tells me a lot about him. I hate that term because the guns aren't violent. Yeah. And that was just a term that resonated better when in polling, evidently, and why they switched to it uh, yeah. rather than gun control yeah. and, and violence. I mean, and, uh, I want everybody to be as up to speed on the Second Amendment and pro 2A as we are, but not everybody <laughs> but they're is. They're not, so. are they? <laughs> Real and, quick, you, uh, Eric had that. What was that comment he had there? I saw you flashing about crossbows and Oh, yeah. Stuff. So, Eric, he said, if I get a crossbow, I'll have to start drinking pumpkin spice. <laughs> and that ain't happening. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
Oh, I think I know I'm going to get him for Christmas this year. But <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Whalen, better late than never. You bet, buddy. Appreciate so you coming Let's in. go through a couple of these. Uh, yeah. Ethan Donald, even David Hogg, he knew that it was BS, which uh, then, then right away he says, now I have to go wash my mouth out for even saying that. <laughs> 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 I hear you. I do. Dog Wolf. X, he says, another other good news is Commie Elizabeth Warren doubled down on violating. Yeah, right oh, she thought Grisham was right on the money. Oh, yeah. This. this is great. Matt Simon, good to see you here. Uh, I missed the public land in Colorado and Montana, but this should revert to the state BLM as atrocious. They are. Yeah. And we, you know, we were talking about that, Matt. And I think even me, more local than that, right? Clay, we both we both said yep, that. I do believe that uh, even though I'm not a big advocate of the feds owning any lands, and I think they should sell them, what I'd rather see them do, it because I know that's not going to happen, maybe for many, probably never, but I would like to see it revert to the state or the county. I think it belongs in the county's hands. Every county can probably get better input and more management ideas on a local oh, basis. And I big think that's time. where it belongs. Yeah. In all honesty, you know, the school lands were developed to, to fund the schools. So maybe why don't these school districts have some input on that? But that's a whole other conversation. Waylon, good to see you. Better late than never. Absolutely glad to have you with us tonight. So, so Clay, on top of this, uh, there's other stuff in this executive order, too. Um, she wants... She wants to do these studies her to see what oh, kind what of gun it is. A study. Uh, yeah. It's always a study. Yeah, they always got to do a study, right? Um, the order contains a provision that requires the state's health department to compile a record of gunshot victims, including demographic data, like, like their race, whatever they are, as well as a brand and caliber of the firearm used, but nothing on how the firearm was obtained. Wow, really? So I can really? tell you right now, the brand and caliber, what they're looking for is this. Like, AR-223. Uh, Yep, and nine mil. Remember, Joe Biden, lawyer lungs out. I will continue to advocate for the no sale of these things and the ban on them. Yep, that that's what they're looking to do. I mean, like like a like a thirty eight and anything, everything else can't kill you. I mean, I just, really really want someone to come out and develop the nine millimeter lung blower as an actual yeah that should actual be like caliber bullet, <laughs> yeah or the bullet just name a bullet the lung blower. You know, change it, change it so that you know, change the actual casing, make it a little different, and make it an actual round. I mean, yeah. Oh, so, I could. I mean, not, that. Clay, honestly, the most popular pistol round is probably a nine millimeter, right? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I tell you, twenty-two, and I, you know, you and I are both. All right, center fire, fires, center fire, center fire. For, most most yes. most people that are killed with a pistol, yep. it's probably nine uh, millimeter. Right, and and the two twenty-three is with the AR. So what they want to do, like, correlate everything here. And and get and try to ban these, and then, then the next thing is going to happen. Second, because in the eighties, everybody was shooting thirty eights. You know the revolvers yep. in the seventies. Oh, they wanted to ban specials. the hell out of those things. Saturday night specials. Yep. You know, so, so like if a bunch of people get DUIs and and mo and they do their study, and most of them are in Fords. Like we need to ban Fords because most people are getting DUIs in Ford F one fifties. Drinking Bud Light. Yeah, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous how these people try and correlate. It's ridiculous to us. One has nothing to a, do with the other. They have a plan. Yeah. I mean, so like uh, David, the, the the so people that are actually on on Grisham's side here, the Arizona, which is uh, there's there the Democrats in Arizona, they don't control the House or the Senate, if I'm correct, you're clear. I'm right, pretty sure I am. Right, yep. They have the governor, but they came out in full support of Governor Grisham, the Democrats in Arizona. So Arizona, you know what you're looking for. Hey, that's what you got facing. You're facing down that barrel. Oh, yeah. If uh, if you don't get this taken care of. 
The nice and, thing is, is that the judge did shut it down, so it might put the brakes temporarily on any yeah. of this. So we'll see what happens. And of course, uh, little Dave Hogwash came out saying, "Uncon, yeah. this is unconstitutional," which I get a I get a cackle out of because that little puke uh, will will support any unconstitutional ban on any kind of gun. Yeah. And but he comes out on it. So like when I hear that, Clayton, to me. I'm like, are these guys uh, triangulating behind uh, closed doors? All right, you guys go against it. I'll bring it up. You guys go. I, I, could it's be. hard for me to trust Democrats. I applaud them for coming out against this, but it's hard for me to trust them because um, it seems like they always have something up their sleeve. Always. Me, i tell you, know. you one thing. You can never compromise or trust a Democrat. I've been in politics on that. You know I mean? I've been in that arena a long time. Their idea of a compromise, do it our way. That's it. So when they say that they're compromising, no, no, no. And if they act like they're they're caving a little bit, it means they're getting something on the back end of it. That's what all it seems the time. like. I mean, that seems like that to me. And we see it right? all the time in Congress. I mean, we've seen it. Oh, okay, well, we're going to do this. We'll do this for you. And then when you see the bill, well, they got everything they wanted and, and things we didn't even know about. Who knows? Mm -hmm. It was probably already there and we didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, and I, unfortunately, we have right here in North and South Dakota, we got guys that fall for it. So Sometimes, most of the time, it seems like anymore. So we got, uh, if anybody wants to know any more uh, famous people here, maybe if you want, back in back in our side here, Elon Musk, who he, hey, remember, this guy used to be, he used to be a Democrat, and this guy just <laughs> yeah. keeps coming farther right. So he, he responded with a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, said, uh, at risk of stating what should be obvious, deliberately violating the Constitution is next level illegal. How soon can this person be removed from office? Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I lo And he, he actually tweeted with X or whatever they want to call it a while back here about when they wanted mm -hmm. to take ARs away. And he goes, this is why you need ARs. But remember, Clay, when you and I first were doing the show on 1270, they were filling in for Mayor Bakken. He was actually in favor of banning ARs. That's My, cool. how quickly your mind can change. And if people and think that's, that's bogus, just remember, uh, President Trump was actually for that. He's not now. I'm not. I'm not in fear of President Trump banning ARs at all. I think President Trump has moved farther to the right. Yeah, hundred percent. As, as yes. this whole thing has since. Yep. Since he even first before he ran, uh, yeah, he, he was for certain levels of gun control, and he was. Yeah. And I think I, he's figured it out that wait a second, no, we can't do this. I agree with you. I. He, I mean, he. he you know, I think his boys, because both of his boys are huge Second Amendment oh, advocates. huge. And not only being huge. on, but just the way he's been treated and the more and more he's, you know, he sees yep. these leftists. I mean, I I'm, I'm, I agree 100%. He's far more right than he ever was, even when Absolutely. he got Absolutely. And I think after, you know, after I was there and I listened to his speech, I mean, a lot of it was the same stuff that we've been hearing, but he had other things in there. And some of the videos they were playing in between that you probably didn't see on TV, I can tell you right now, I think the president, the real president, President Trump, believes that uh, this is the final line, mm -hmm. and I and he fears for what could happen. And I, I think do. you all know he, what right. we think is going to happen uh, if things don't go the way they need to go. So I guess I I just sit there and I don't worry about it right now. Uh, prepare for the worst, and everything else will be fine. That's what so you I got to. 
I got a text here from the blind guy. He's eating some pumpkin spice flavored Oreos, and he says, awesome. <laughs> By the way, hey, everybody, I've been getting your text messages, especially from that last segment, and I know you wanted it to go on. I, I don't know about your phone. Mine was kind of going crazy here, Jamie. Nope, I um, wasn't too. No, not so, about the land, uh, public land. Yep, yeah, and I appreciate them, and trust me, my friends are just as it's okay. We're all friends. And um, I appreciate the comments. I don't agree with all of you. Uh, some of them are great. Some of them weren't. And I, I know, I know them guys. That's just fine. It's yeah. a good discussion to have. Um, it really is. Well, like and, I said, uh, we get Scott on. I'm quite certain yep. this is going to come up again. So and we'll hey, Jay Titan. Out there. good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Good to see you, Jay Titan. Let's see. Uh, I like this one that Gene put on here. I, what we were talking about. Why does race need to be, even be discussed with gunshots? Absolutely. Right. Why? Do you notice that the people who are fighting racism, cough, hack, want race brought up all the time? Yeah, yeah. I don't even mention race. I really don't. I don't care. To me, if you're a murdering scumbag like that illegal freaking alien they just finally caught in Pennsylvania, I don't really care what race you are. Yeah, he was illegal. He he was an illegal. He is an illegal, I mean. Yep, he is still an illegal. He's been in the country, I believe, it was seven years, they said. Got a girlfriend, killed her. Stabbed Um, her to death. To me, I think public gallows are fitting for this. And we send big messages to the other 4 million that have slipped through here. So We're done. Clay, all the gun laws, is it illegal to go in a person's garage and steal a rifle out of their garage and take off running? Uh, yes. Okay, because I was illegal and he did it without even thinking about it. The guy shot mm-hmm. at him. I wish he'd have yep. hit the son of a bitch, but he didn't. I wish they so. got him, yeah. Yeah. So Not, again, right, criminals don't follow laws, so they don't care. Yeah, which the only even follow laws are us. Well, even even Grisham's governor, Grisham's Democrats are telling her that, and she admitted it. She admitted they're yep. not going to do it. Yeah. But you do it anyways. It's Why? just like Biden. I forget which one he signed. He goes, "Oh, it's probably unconstitutional, but I'm going to sign this anyway." And then it goes to court. <laughs> it was it was a thing was. about uh, what that was. Clay it was kicking people out of apartments. And didn't That's right. Them. Yep. And he didn't care. He even said, I know it's not, I know that it's that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Electricity flows through illegal alien murderers too. Yes, it does. And I'd love to see it. I really would love to see just a rope. Why spend the money? Let's just uh, get a rope out there and take care of it. Hey, Clay, remember when we did the story there a long time, maybe over a year ago, actually, that uh, Utah brought back the, the firing squad. They did. Right? I like that. that. Yeah, me oh, too. Speak Utah. And I just had had nothing to do with what we were going to talk about. Guess who's retiring? Mittens. Mittens. He announced yep. it today that this is his last time. Oh, oh for all geez. the service to America he's done. Yeah. I bet you no one's going to miss him either. No. No. Good riddance <laughs> to old Mittens. Good riddance. So. Well, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, like I said, the, the judge shot this down temporarily. Yep. Uh, so we got a reprieve on it. We'll see where this goes. We'll keep you updated right here. Who knows? Might end up doing it on Todd's show. Yeah. Uh, whenever it comes in, we'll let you know. And uh, I guess we'll just leave it at that. And uh, You bet. You want, you want to hit our last single, and then we'll come back with the it. two-way bullet points? All right. I, I love go. hearing that new voiceover. <laughs> me too. Makes me happy, actually. <laughs> Lawler Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. 
when you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto. Don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Yes, sir. And again, Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308. Give them a call. And, you know, we do have uh, hunting seasons coming up, fall and winter approaching us, so Great time to get in there and have everything checked out. Make sure that your coolant's running good, that your heaters are running good, that uh, your suspension's probably in good shape for some of you, uh, the way you hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Booking down um, their section lines now. And I mean, get in there and get things checked. Um, probably do your alignment, and then uh, you'll have to, after this, after the winter, get it done again, probably after hunting season. So. Yep. <laughs> Lower yeah. Lower repair, guys. <laughs> All right, Clayton, you want you want to go first? You want me no? To go, go ahead. First? I'm gonna let you start this off, and uh, and then I'll. All right, so both of mine are pretty short. Um, first one I got going here. We've mentioned this a few times. Uh, the one million gun a month. They thought in July it was gonna get broken because July was didn't get broken. Uh, so another month passed, 49 consecutive to be exact, with one million or more guns sold in August. Because of Biden, Biden administration's ongoing war on guns, and of course, Governor people like Governor Grisham, <laughs> um, we've hit another million. Uh, the wow. August National NSSF adjusted NEEKS figure of over 1.1 million. Uh, ownership is far from over in this country, my friends. This has happened every month for more than four years continuously. That we sold a million guns wow. every month, every month. And hey, I'm happy to say uh, I contributed to that in August by by, by one, anyways. You know, so <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I see so, Vance did too, uh, if he's still listening. Yeah, yeah. I seen he got himself a Ruger. Hey, that's what I got too, Vance. I got a Ruger. You got a handgun, uh, hand cannon. I got a I got a rifle, man. That's awesome. So okay, here's the here here's the press release from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, Clayton. August 2023 NSF adjusted national instant background check system figure of 1,117,824. That's actually a decrease from a year ago of 13.1%, which was 1,286,816, which whatever. I mean, it's split hairs, man. That's that's (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I think (laughs) 24 states have at least uh, one qualified alternative permit, which, right, Clay? So, just because there's a background check doesn't mean it's just one gun. And if you get, they don't actually, these background checks that they're using, they don't actually count the people who have uh, concealed weapons permits, right? That don't have to go through the right, people. With right. Like yeah. mine counted. I don't have one anymore since we had, the, I'm going to get Open one there, again. Yep. Yeah. So other, that, I mean, that, that's short and sweet. We hit another million 49. We got one more month, my friends. And guess what? With hunting season coming, I'm going to guarantee you, Clayton, we're hitting 50 consecutive months with, I with think 1 so million. Too. By the way, freedom seeds spitters. So. I'm going to, maybe you and me and my wife, we all need to go. Uh, I know they do classes at Nick's place there at Patriot uh, Firearms. Yeah, I'd love to. And he do them. I got the schedule and I need to get up there and do it too for the simple fact, just like you, I'd rather just have that and then I don't have to. Well, somebody actually told me now it, it actually go. I didn't think it went into a few other states that I go to that, it, but uh, apparently it does. So really, you okay. Your, you lost your video there. Clay. It was on purpose because I was reaching over here. So <laughs> oh, you have a scratching in, in an uncompromising place there. <laughs> no, I was grabbing <laughs> something off the printer. All right, buddy. All right, go ahead. Hit your like you get yours. So, I got one more after this. Even though they caught this guy. I still wanted to bring this up. So out in Pennsylvania, as you know, we had Delano 
Kavalatkati, I believe is how you pronounce that. He was an yeah. illegal alien that uh, had been on the run because he got out to uh, escape. So, but you'll love this. Uh, <laughs> he caused at a local gun store to see a boost in sales. Go figure. Go figure, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just thought this was a great uh People basically, the police, they wanted to capture this guy, and it's been, it had been two weeks before the guy was captured today. Mm-hmm. But uh, Beth Kelly of Boyertown and, uh, said that they're anxious and they need to catch him. It's gone on way too long. She worries for her family in South Coventry Township, she said. And then it's you get the thing from the school saying that they're keeping recess in, school's canceled, gym outside, all these things. She says, so it's affecting everybody. Well, it's even impacting sales at jw firearms in north north coventry township it's just a short (laughs) drive from the latest police perimeter so the owner he said that people bought at least 20 used shotguns in 24 hours and what he was talking about in here is that he figured what was happening is people have the conception that the shotgun is probably the best self-defense uh firearm in situations like this and i wouldn't argue that honestly you don't have to be real accurate you can get the job done and uh you're defending yourself. You're not necessarily a killer, right? You don't need to go out there and kill the person. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just a bonus if it happens for a scumbag. <laughs> it's a happy ending. It's a happy it. ending. <laughs> he said the sales don't account for the handguns and other firearms sold or the ones that took place over the weekend either. So this was just in a 24-hour period and didn't include the weekend or other firearms. He said today it was all about used shotguns because they're portable, they're easy to use, and a lot of people have the idea that it's the best home defense uh, firearm. Uh, you don't want to get, uh, you don't want uh, tragedies to fuel sales, but he says this has definitely been a busy day. I, I translate that as a, you know, business is good. I'll take the money and then uh, help, you know, get the Second Amendment in place. You know, Clay, obviously, shotguns are pretty affordable too. So, if and they're very affordable. Yep. yep. And I mean, you can get. Uh, we kind of talked maybe a little bit about this last week, but. If you if you want to use a shotgun strictly for self defense, get yourself some buckshot. You can even get Absolutely. the you can get the mini shells now, which which uh, Axe and I have tested, and them suckers got way more power than I thought. But you're getting way less recoil if you recoil right. sensitive. Absolutely. But, uh, yes. So real quickly, I got to slip this in. I just yes. want Gene to type in a response here. Gene, last week we were we were wondering um, about octagon barrels. Was that was that standard on like old lever actions back in the day, or was that like an upgrade? And they were just uh, just uh, just regular old round smooth barrels. So we didn't know, but we were wondering if you knew. <laughs> Good question. I don't even know that one. Yeah. A lot of them were octagon, but I don't know. If yeah, because I, I, I never, I don't really recall seeing the smooth, like the octagons, like the heavy barrels. But so who knows? I, oh. I always thought they no, were no problem. I'm, yes. I'm going to add that uh, they they started interviewing people coming out of the gun store, you know, after they closed. And first time owners who didn't want to be on camera, but admitted that the incident made them aware of what was going on, and they said now having trouble sleeping and they want to be able to protect themselves. Good. Um, then this morning, especially this is someone. This morning, especially, we saw probably six soccer moms pretty much lined up at the door buying guns for the first. That'd be a view, wouldn't it? All of a sudden, you got six women there that maybe drop their kids off from school and then let's go buy a gun. Clay, see how <laughs> easy it is to wake people up to reality? What's that? See how easy it is to wake people That's up right. to reality? That's right. The guy was an escaped convict and he never got a gun until a few days ago and all these people were shitting bricks going out and buying guns, which I'm glad they did. But don't lose that intensity. Get yourself some training. Get yourself a little more up to know speed how in to Pennsylvania. Use you need 
more pro second amendment civil right minded people there so absolutely absolutely yeah uh, then they talked about how you know this guy's out in the woods which he was and he's hiding you know he wasn't really all that far away and uh they just wanted to, they wanted to take measures to protect themselves and i'm glad that the second amendment was there that they could do that but like jamie said don't just buy it get out there learn how to use it use mm-hmm. use it correctly and and don't injure yourself cuz shotguns are fairly relatively easy to use Yep. But they're still a firearm, and they need your respect. So, anyway, I just thought that was interesting that uh, the gun yeah, store like that. not too far from that perimeter just boom, sales shot up, and uh, you know it doesn't surprise me. It really don't. Yeah, yeah, and Jay so Titan answered you. Oh, he did. Okay, what he? And it makes sense. Octagon was easier to manufacture, probably. I mean, you you didn't have yeah, a lot of turning. Clamped it into a clamp, and before yeah. they straight drilled sides, off the yeah. bore, yeah. Uh, Jay Titan says he's heard some good news regarding the pistol braces for ah, ARs and AKs. Do tell. I must have missed yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he can get that going there. Well, I'll, I'll get I'll get to my second two-way bullet yeah. point here, Clayton. Go for I it. Think, I think most people know what the AR-7 or the AR-700 is. AR-7. Hey, a new gun, a new gun. <laughs> Isn't that one that Joe wants to ban, the AR-7? AR-7, 10s. Well, there's 10s, 8s, 9s. Yeah, the the Remington, uh, the Remington 700, right? They came back under new ownership here and Remington, they're kind yeah. of rebranding themselves. And uh, so Remington um, is to include uh, Timney triggers in all oh. 700 series rifles from now on. Wow. And that's in, in a recent Instagram post, Remington announced that all new Remington 700 will feature Timney triggers. That's mm. all, not even the base models, Clay, not just your your upper one, like your cheap. I can't remember what the low grade, but even the low grade, I mean, they're like uh, they're like a Ruger American now. I mean, their barrels are so right. good. Speaking of barrels, these things shoot freaking awesome. You know, because the trigger is one of the better ways to improve your your accuracy with an aftermarket. Oh, absolutely! Thing. Trigger can, yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called the Impact Seven Hundred, non adjustable. It'll it'll break between three and four pounds, which uh, to me that's I like my triggers at three, but between three and four. If it's four pounds and you shoot it, it'll get it'll go down to three. I'll bet you where it's in there, and uh, Remington will, like I said, supply it in Impact 700 and all models except the Alpha One and the Police. The Alpha One has an Elite Hunter trigger. It's got the straight blade. If you're kind of an anti-straight blade person, <laughs> give it a try. I've, I got yeah. one in my in my pistol because I was definitely anti-straight blade just because I thought it looked freaking ridiculous and stupid, which is a dumb reason to hate something. But <laughs> I was proven wrong. I admit it. Straight <laughs> blade is pretty badass. Hey, you and, didn't really uh, cal- you didn't care for the Caltech, but you love that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Caltech was awesome, and the police model has an Elite Hunter, um, which but it has the curved trigger. I I'm not sure. Man, I think the hunter would almost have the curved one on the police model of the straight one, but whatever. Yeah. So from the manufacturer, Remington goes on. We're proud to announce an inline product change across the board for all Remington Model 700 bolt rifles. Remington Firearms has joined forces with Timney Triggers, which Timney's makes awesome triggers. They do. And now all newly manufactured Model 700 rifles will come with factory-installed Timney Trigger. And I like I said, there's three different models. Um, the Model 700, uh, first introduced in 1962. Timney's been manufacturing their version of the 700 trigger since 65. Unquestionable commitment by our men and women to quality performance and delivering a new level of standard to the hunter in the field. 
So, hey, this is great. And Timmy, I'm not sure what this is, but you got their sear engagement adjusted lock, which I don't know. It's kind of probably a safety thing on it. Right. But, I mean, if it's breaking at three and four pounds, it's a single stage, obviously. Sounds like a sweet trigger. Um, I've, I've had some Remington 700s. I have no problem with them, even when people said yep. they were they were getting um, crappy worksmanship on them. The ones I've seen, yeah, I mean, like, you know, their machining work was little, but they still shot freaking great, so. And you know, they're coming with a Timney trigger. If you're looking for a new rifle, deer season's coming up, by all means. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I like Timney triggers. I've, I've got a couple and a couple guns. So, yeah, I do like it. Um, and there's a lot of aftermarket triggers out there, but an adjustable trigger is always good, in my opinion. Okay, Gene's got a little something more here on the on on these barrels. Here we here. Go. He's got the Hawk, and why don't you read that? Uh, Hawk and rifles. They made they were made in St. Louis back in the Mountain Man days. Featured half stocks and an octagon barrel. They were cheaper to make and could bring down a bison at a hundred yards. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson. Hey, oh great yeah, movie. So yeah, it was uh, too bad a commie was playing the actor. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that commie well, uh, played a lot of good. I supposed uh, to remove the doubt of the original seven. I suppose that's probably why they're doing it, uh, Doug. Yeah, because remember they had that problem there in the eight where they I would mean, go off. Yeah. Actually, there were lawsuits. Uh, in fact, out in Montana, of all places, uh, there was a lady out there. Yeah, and it went off on her liability. Yeah. Right, Doug's that. Gene Cox says the new seven millimeter Remington Mag was introduced in the new model seven hundred that year. Good to know. Awesome. I mean, pro like, I mean, if you're just like a one gun hunting thing for for I love deer and elk mag. and everything, I mean, the seven mm Mag is. I mean, now they got seven mm PRCs and that too. But I mean, and they're, I, they're as awesome. I've said several times, I'm a big fan of seven mm eight. I love that gun too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. So right, Mike, Clayton. I just got to, you know, I've been yep. following this Montana case. Um, we've had a couple different updates of Gabriel Metcalf. If you guys don't remember, he was arrested, you know, and I found out he wasn't even in the public boulevard like they were first stating. He he was arrested for violating the gun-free zone. And if you guys don't know that, that was passed in 1990 and then ruled unconstitutional, repassed in 1994. I'm not going to go into that here tonight because we've, we've explained that extensively. So he was actually uh, arrested for having his firearm, and he actually had a scabbard on his lawnmower. And that's why he <laughs> had it in there. The initial reports came out that you know he was just kind of this nutcase that just was doing it because he could. Oh, honestly, course. on his own property like that, he could. Uh, your properties, even though if they were within the perimeter of that gun-free zone, they were exempt from that, although there is some gray areas to whether it's in your home or in your property. Um, I say it's property, but uh, again, that has to go to court too, probably. In this case, I have a feeling this case is going all the way to the Supreme Court. So, update on this is, is uh, he's been arrested, of course. He's incarcerated still today, has no prior convictions, no violence, you know, no history of violence. Mm -hmm. He's never threatened anybody, never used his weapon on anybody. He's carried it. The Billings Police Department had stopped and visited with him several times, finding no violations of uh, city ordinances or Montana law. And he got arrested because he was actually exercising his First and Second Amendment rights. Now, so uh, there's been some correspondence, uh, news people actually evidently doing some digging, and they found out that the David Lee Carpenter, now this was the guy that uh, Gabriel Metcalf said was why he was doing this, because the guy was threatening. He, was, uh, he felt threatened. His mother lives with him, and uh, she felt threatened. Well, then they said, no, that isn't happening. Well, guess what they found? They found evidence now of a conviction of David Lee Carpenter 
in November of 2022 of five criminal misdemeanors involving two separate individuals, including an assault on Gabriel Metcalf. This goes on. Two of the violations were of an order of protection and two for privacy of communications. His threats and active attacks they started about a year before the issuance of the order of protection in August of 2022. He was arrested and convicted then, and by November 2022, he was ordered to wear a GPS tracking ankle monitor. After a warrant for his arrest then was issued again, then he was arrested on a warrant on July 31st, 2023, but released on bail with another GPS tracker. All these things are for assault, threats, things like that. The uh, Billings Police Department has 162 sworn officers. And those order protection cases involved David Lee Carpenter have been going on for over two years with the officers. They've all sworn that this guy has been a problem. Yeah, He lives about, it looked like to me, about a mile uh, from Gabriel Metcalf and of course, and his mother Vivian. And then that's about a mile away from the Billings Police Department. They're very mm-hmm. familiar with these guys. So the, what's going on here is I got a question. This guy is out on bail. He's obviously been a problem, been a threat to his neighbors, threatened them physically, actually assaulted Mr. Metcalf. But he's the guy in jail with no previous any problems. And the other guy now is out on bail, still free as can be with a GPS tracker. And that's uh, I think that's going to be an interesting thing as this case develops. That's why I brought it uh, as a two-way bullet point because we don't there's a lot of unknowns yet. But when you look at what's happening here with this particular individual, I think they're trying to make an example out of him for violating the gun-free zone, you know, near a school. And you got another guy who's doing actually worse things, just didn't do it with a gun. And and Metcalf has not used his gun. He just started carrying it with him to protect himself and his mother. And that is a Second Amendment fundamental right. Absolutely. Stay tuned, guys. I'm going to be keeping watch on this case. I've signed up on a lot of things so that I get – get alerts on it right away because i want to know where this goes what happens in the court system as it works its mm-hmm. way through mm-hmm. and rumors are is that there's a couple of gun i don't have confirmation yet but a, a couple of the other gun organizations have now stepped up and are going to start providing legal counsel for mr metcalf so I, to me this is probably the case that can overturn the gun free zone I'm, I'm about positive good i'd love to see it as it should be Yes. Gun free zone. Gun free zone. Soft. That's worked. Zone. That that's really worked well. It's for school shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's working awesome, right? You know, and I also found out that a lot of these guys, if even if they don't kill themselves when they go in there and they arrest them, you know what charge they never charge them with? The gun yeah. free zone act, ever. Yeah, why they charge that? you with everything else even when yep. you're dead? I mean, the guys are violating that by even taking a firearm into that school. But they don't charge them with that. They charge them with everything else. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Jay Titan says you're, he works with his coworker. He swears he's your doppelganger. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to Poor meet this guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has been a big mentor in my life. Well, I'm glad I could help you out with this. I could be too. I could be too. <laughs> so, For sure. For I, sure. To, I would love to meet this guy. Maybe uh, maybe we'll have to make that happen. Is, is Jay Titan in the Bismarck area? No, I think he's down Georgia. Georgia or oh, North Georgia. Well, because my, my Aunt Joan down there, she turned him okay. on the show here. So. Well, you know, uh, I know that we're going to be heading that way sometime uh, in March probably. So, But I'm not supposed to go to Georgia, but that's a whole other story. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get caught right now. All right, Clay, you want to do your, your commie or your, your I mean, oh, uh, I don't Patriot have a commie company. one. Patriot company. My bad. There. My bad. My bad. All right, go for it, buddy. All right, here is our Patriot company of the week. All right. Hey, I just, I love, love hearing it. that with our national anthem. So our patriotic company of the week comes from Bismarck, a local business. Uh, I, and I can't say enough about this guy when we stopped, first stopped in there. And oh, we were first starting up. Gone, what's that? Oh, that's what your picture was for. I didn't get that to be a pregame yeah. show. There. All oh, right. Sorry, buddy. Okay. You know, here, you know, we stopped in there and uh, we, we were looking for decals. Remember that? And yeah, we wanted to get some signs. Maybe we just we didn't know where we were going with this. This is when we were first starting up guns in the seven one and started visiting with him. And I was like, oh, this guy's with us. I would have never guessed it. Uh, he didn't, wasn't originally from here either, but this guy's a patriot. I mean, this guy's a patriot. Before he loves what we're doing. He's been really supportive of what we're doing. I know I sent him some stuff here oh, what, a week ago. Um, he's talking about becoming some kind of a sponsor for us. So we're very, very happy to hear that. So with Adu, here he is. Our patriotic company of the week is Signs and Wonders. You can find them at 535 Airport Road, Bismarck, North Dakota. That picture there, that is the owner. That's a Richard. Uh, we call him Rick. He's allowed us to call him Rick. Uh, what's How do you pronounce his last name? I couldn't remember. The Canodal? Yeah, I think it's Rick Canodal, actually. Yeah, and if if you uh, if you if you're ever on the river and you see a big pimped out houseboat and it's, it's sweet decal on the back, it says Nemesis. That's Rick. He's got that's in that red red LEDs. But Rick and, is uh, Rick is awesome, man. Rick he is, is. He's the one that made the uh, banners behind us. Right behind us. He's also the guy that made the decals that have that particular one on Jamie's and mine. And then he made the other decals for us that had the AR. And uh, basically where Jamie just changed it up a little bit, the Bible verse, you know, sell your guns. Sell your, sell your, I gave it the New Testament, Clay. You did the New Testament. There you go. And buy ARs. (laughs) So uh, he's been great. Uh, We needed another banner, you know, for the uh, gun show. He got that just smoked out right away. Rick got it done right away. And I know we're going to do some more work with him. We've talked about a few things and uh, we're going to try to get some more of these decals made and they're going to do them through him. So uh, we want to, Tip our hat to Signs and Wonders. And again, guys, if you didn't catch that, I'll put it back up here. It is at 535 Airport Road, Bismarck, North Dakota. 
So if you're on the expressway in Bismarck, you go north, right off the expressway onto Airport Road. And it's, I don't know, what, halfway between there and Maine? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it's the Super Value Warehouse. I don't know if that's even the name of it anymore. But yeah, yeah I, I don't ball know. Diamond, baseball softball diamond. And it was on the east side of the road. So you got a text from the blind guy said they use Rick. He's awesome, awesome. guy too. So, and Hey, if, if, if somebody's sponsoring our show says Rick's awesome, I mean, that's hundred percent right on the money right baby. there. So if you need anything done, they, he even does t-shirts and th- we, we talked to him about some of that. Um, it, it, they're not really into that. I think he had somebody that could do them if I remember right. Um, was there some magnets? I think you could do magnets for your doors. Just Man, Rick can do, do Rick can a do lot tons of, of stuff. Just go in there. He's got. Yes. I mean, and I if bet he can't you, do it, he's got someone who can. Yeah, he does. He's got a new gal in there, and we had this made, and she was super into doing what you know, yep. graphic design and all that, and and computerized design and. So that is uh, Rick is our patriotic company of the week. Yeah, and I'm proud to have him as part of our little uh, family here and doing. He does a lot of work for us. So yeah, guys, we all try right. to keep it local. We try to keep it patriotic you know we try to do business with people who are not woke and trust me Rick we don't even try woke. clayton we do we do that's right <laughs> <laughs> we have changed our web hosting <laughs> yeah i'm All gonna right. give you before you go on i'm gonna give you one quick thing here um right here leon hey leon uh, guns uh, gun owners of america and gun foundation have received a temporary restraining order against new mexico tin pot dictators tyrannical firearm carry ban couldn't have been said better thank you leon and and yeah, I think that's probably the same one. I don't know. Yeah, Leon, you're late. You hit in a little late. We appreciate you getting yep. in, but we we hit that not right off the top, but we got it, buddy. Thanks, but thanks for chiming oh. in on that. We appreciate it. And Waylon says they use him too, uh, so he does a great job. Yeah. All See, right, there man. we go. There we go. There we go. River City Marine uses them. Right on. Awesome. Awesome. Get some, All right, uh, you can get some 30 odd six AR uh raffle tickets over there from Whale and I. There think. we go, there we go. Get over there, get them from him. We still got a few. Hey, look at there, Doug Wolf. He's looking for a truck wrap. Hey, Doug, oh, he's not no. our sponsor yet, but I think if, if you do use him and you mention where you heard it, that might give yep. him a, a little uh, what do you call yeah. the old cattle prod right in the old butt cheek there. To... <laughs> and any of these companies that we have on here, absolutely go in there and tell them you heard it here because we're proud to have them with us. We've, yeah. we've done business with them, whether it's David at 1760 Sports, of course, the blind guy, uh, Laura Auto. Uh, we've had a ton of these guys on here. Uh, you know, I got the Minuteman signs out in North Carolina. If I said, if you, if you hear it from here, hey, North Country Designs right here, Whalen's Way. Absolutely. And then Clay's sweatshop right down here, mm-hmm. uh, locally produced and and, yep. and shirts and hats. <laughs> tell them, hey, 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 tell your workers to stay off the camera in the background. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Kelsey, uh, better late than never, buddy. No, yep, absolutely. I guess that's why we're on about two hours now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to get, we're going to hit the happy ending. Yes. Yeah. We actually bumped up here. People are tuning in here, yeah, coming in great. late. Usually, you <laughs> truck pickup wrap, Eric. Sorry, man. Pickup wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave. Actually, Dave Fetty said you're gonna love the new plate he's making for those long range. He actually got uh, he's got a decal incorporated on there, man. That's awesome, Dave. And I seen that, David. I just have been. I have not. I can tell you right now. Sunday, I was completely out of service. I didn't do much after I got home, and it's been a rat race ever since. So Whale I didn't see it. It looked awesome. Two left. Waylon Turner says two left, two third. I, I have oh. I have some more if you need it. Swing into, swing and into, uh, get a hold. Last of Last count on the gun wrap. Well, do the happy ending, then I'll hit, I'm right, gonna hit right, that stuff on. after that. <laughs> yeah. 
let me get uh, let me get this out of the way and we can play this happy ending here. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, happy ending music of the week. You bring a smile to you. If you if you if you only listen to us on the podcast, you got to come on here on the live stream and check out the happy ending video because it's pretty. Absolutely. Sweet. That's a that's a Clayton Peterson original there from that's old school now, Clay. Right? That's yeah, old school. old school now. Yeah, long, time, <laughs> long time ago. That was about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, over. Yeah. So okay, so we're going down here. This this week's happy ending is going to take us to Dallas, Texas. Three suspects in Dallas, Texas, pointed a gun at a man at a gas station in May in an attempted carjacking. However, the car owner was armed and shot at the men, striking two of the three. The suspects fled in another car. <laughs> and this one makes me laugh here. Apparently, with one man's feet still dangling out as they sped off and drove to a hospital where one suspect died. The other two sustained non life threatening injuries and were expected to recover. That's coming out of WFAA.com in Dallas, Texas. So oh, I love it, man. He tried to carjack him. Dude pulls his own gun and uh kills one of them feet dangling out the window like wet noodles and they sped away from being shot back at <laughs> yeah love it that that, that makes me ha- obviously where i'm laughing this is a happy oh, ending for me i love it. and the guy did obviously nothing happened to the guy and he no charges which definitely shouldn't have been <laughs> and the one has assumed room temperature so perfect. yeah yeah after his had spaghetti ankles hanging out the window so Doug wolf chevy's our trucks <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness hey speaking oh. of Doug, doug's going along with us on the hog hunt though there's still yep. a seat for you you know march come on yeah Go back to florida. Mean, I'm, I'm going to florida here in october and then deer season it's probably <laughs> we'll see what i mean i might win that a lucky for life before then you never know <laughs> they're, Newman. they're like a rock dog they're right they just sit there all right Uh, i'm gonna do a couple announcements here before you bet clay let's hit it far in here one of them is going to it deals with the gun raffle so we have our uh annual meeting coming up for north Dakota farm bureau with grant sioux county now that's going to take place saturday september 16th at the grant county fairgrounds in carson north dakota 5 30 p.m mountain time guys we have paul metz he's uh from oliver county He's going to do a mounted cowboy action shooting demonstration. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, he's bringing his daughter. She's really good at this, dude. They compete all over the country doing this stuff. And then his niece, they're both going to be there with Paul, and they're going to give us a nice little demonstration for about 45 minutes. Then we're going to move to uh, the actual fairground building up there. Going to have a free smoked pulled pork dinner by DK Catering. If you have not had their food, oh my goodness. And we got all the fixings. So, it's going to be a great time. And then, of course, we're going to have our uh, meeting after that. If you're not a Farm Bureau member, that's okay. You can sure still come. We'd love to sign you up and, and kind of tell you exactly what we're doing there. Have about, last I counted, I think there's like 125, 24 tickets left. I sold quite a few in line down there at the Trump rally. So uh, on our AR-10. And uh, they are, we had a couple of the plates fall off. They're taking care of that. So I won't have the gun there on the 16th, but and engraving is completely backing that. And they figured out what happened when we seracoded that. You know, it's like a ceramic coating. And they're actually going into those little indentions now and removing that seracote so they can attach the plates back on there correctly. So kudos to them. It was a brand new gun they'd never done. So I didn't mind uh, 
I've, done, I've had a working relationship for, with them guys for 20 years and I will back them 100%. They do great work. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, they take care of you. So again, guys, that's this Saturday, September 16th, 5.30 p.m. Come on out, hit the rodeo arena and come out and see a great show and then have a great meal afterwards. And I've had hands on on that gun, Clay, and that thing is oh, sweet. That's sweet. That's a sweet, sweet AR. And Clay's right about that coating. I mean, I, I I mentioned that to you right away, didn't I, Clay? I said, man, yes, what they did. got on this thing's nice and smooth, and it's it's oh, nice, yeah. professional looking coating. It wasn't some cobby work. That, that's a that's some uh, quality craftsmanship on that thing Absolutely. right there. I guarantee Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I know Waylon wants to win it, but I hope my dad does. But <laughs> Waylon's got thirty three tickets sold, and we want to thank Waylon. He's been great. Up Jamie's done a bunch. We picked up a couple other people. Uh, she, she's been running over to Mobridge once a week, so she's been taking them over to sale. And she's just been knocking them out Sweet. 30, 40 at a time. So. Sweet. I want to thank all them people and she's the wife of one of our members so even better yet that she jumped in there so yeah it's uh it hasn't sold out as quickly as our other two raffles but that's okay this is a quality gun it was something new i, I will say it's a success now i mean we were selling 100 extra tickets over last year so we have sold pretty much what we sold last year just this is a nicer gun so anyway yeah. and if anybody has suggestions we're always open to them for what we do next year. We're not. Well, I'll tell you this: um, Saturday night, depending, on, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be there. But uh, Zap has a like a car show thing going on and a mud drag and a races with lawnmowers and oh, I'll probably some have tickets. some there on top of some. Yeah, I'll have some of those there on top of some uh, uh, guns and the 701 swag. So I don't. Do think you need any more, bud? Late. Um, I'm I, gonna be up there tomorrow. No, I can bring I'm, you that I'm stuff good. I'm good. Me, so. I, I should have plenty, but. Yeah. Uh, you can bring me some more like large shirts and extra oh, large. Okay. There's not too many small yet. fellers in Mercer County, <laughs> big old country boys, but, but uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you see me there, I'm going to be there. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to hang out too late. I think I got to do okay. some porcupine and I want to get up early and scout some deer Sunday. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'll have them with me. So awesome. I, I, uh, I can't say enough about the, the people that have helped us out with that gun. David Fetting, 1760 sports. He's handling all the FFL work. And if you do win it, and we got that on the ticket, that uh, you do have to go to him in Mandan, mm -hmm. fill out the 4473, and then it's yours. And, uh, again, with any gun, if you can't pass the background check, don't buy a ticket because you're going to forfeit your prize. Um, yeah. We don't refund. And you know, he's got to go through the whole redrawing process. That, too, and that sucks. Oh, <laughs> Eric <right> Newman, <laughs> he's got on here. He goes, uh, don't sell too many. My odds go down. <laughs> <laughs> Doug uh, says you might be walking to Florida, Eric. Yeah, me and Doug talked. We're talking about taking his pickup down there for that hunt. So we'll see. I, I know Lynette talked about going down because uh, that's where the kids are. So we'll see how that all works out. But she'd probably fly. But it's honestly, it's a fun road trip. It really is. That's probably half. The Just fun don't expect Dougie to drive. It's okay. He's I got a I got a heavy himself. enough foot for all of us. <laughs> what was all that, right. with Doug? I said, he's a drinking man like myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I I don't have much else tonight. Well, Clay, I'll tell you what. Uh, Monday was our last day on In the Crosshairs with, with Jay Dillon on KFYRplus.com. It was a great show. If you guys missed it, you can show. go back and catch the catch a replay of that. Uh, uh, the video is a little janky, but the audio is perfect. So I know you can check that on uh, our Facebook page and, and YouTube. But... We're going to be uh, every Friday. We're still on. And we didn't part them bad ways. It was a, don't worry. It was nothing. Nope. We, it was actually our experience with KFYR TV. 
was awesome. And with Jay Dillon was awesome, man. I loved it. And, and we're going to be back occasionally, the, right, Clayton? Yep. He's planning to have us back, like, uh, you know, deer scene, just different stuffs. Yeah. You know, he asked right away, well, can I come to you guys for any Second Amendment stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This was awesome. not Jay's a partying where anyone no. was mad. Uh, we actually got initiated it. Uh, uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll be back on at some point. But yeah, we will. Right I'm, now, I'm certain of that. It so. just wasn't in the cards and it was getting to be a lot of work. And yep. uh, so we had to, we had to cut somewhere. Because I tell you what, on top of that, um, every Friday, Clay, once baseball season's over, which you and I aren't quite sure of, but Todd is, but we After get a hard World day. Series. What's what's going to happen when baseball season's over every Friday? Uh, we're going to be on at 8 15 then in the morning, 8 15 a.m., 7 15 uh, mountain time. So, Till yeah. and how long are we going to be on KFYR 45 minutes? 45 minutes. 45 minutes, and it's going to be on KFYR 550 AM. Yep. And we're going to be on iHeartRadio. And of course, Clay's, we're going to get a little meeting together with Todd and hopefully we can work it out to where we can do uh we can do the live stream and on the air, right, Clayton? That's I mean, what K4, we're trying to do. Come on, Todd. We did it when we were on 1270. There's no way we can't do this in five Yeah, I, I, we, what we'd like to try and do is get the camera. You know, we have, you and I are set up. I mean, we're, boom, we yeah. can use the restream. So all we got to do is have yeah. a camera with him and bring him into this, and then we can live stream it right here. And if you and me oh. have one, K-Fire damn sure better have one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got one. I think James told us we were on there with Daryl yeah. that one last, in fact, about a year ago in October, we were on with Daryl, right? That's when yeah. we started yeah. with Todd. and we did it from there, and... It wasn't as great because we didn't have the audio fed in there, but I know we can do it. You got a yeah. better board than, than yeah. we had over at 1270. Yeah, we did it at 1270, and that worked. I mean, that was slick yep. as, as I can't yep. say the S word, but it was it worked good over there, too, as the ransom. So. <laughs> so. But, and, and so, again, next Wednesday, we're going to have a special guest on, uh, Naomi yes. Chafee from Constitutional Chafee. She has a podcast and a live stream. You can catch her podcast. That's on iHeart, and I think she's on Spotify as well. Um, yep. Clay and I are obviously – Clay's got Facebook? us all hooked. Yes, she is on Facebook as well. And man, is she on you? I know she's on Facebook. I don't know about YouTube, but and then a week after that, um, Clay and I are going solo again. And then October 4th, we're planning on having uh, our buddy Scott Bachmeyer on from Dakota Prairie Outdoors. That, that'll be good. Yeah. Um, we'll, you know, we'll let you guys know when we get closer what, uh, what topics we're hitting. But like uh, uh, Naomi's thing is she's a big, she's going to college to be a lawyer. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to ask her good. about the uh, constitutionality of, uh, there you go, right there. Oh, There's yeah. her web page, right there, her Facebook page. So, yeah. Nice, Clay. I'm to be on it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And I think she was out blasting. Um, if Travis was on, he'd like this. He, uh, he And there Zach, she was out shooting the AK-47. It looked to me like it was oh. uh, Bismarck gun range down south of Bismarck. But uh, we're planning on getting her out to, to Dougie's and and um, she, she's looking forward to shooting some 50 and 338 and all awesome. the other and if she actually said flamethrower. She was did she did a little live stream there today. I saw on Facebook, and she oh, was mentioning hey. the she was mentioning the flamethrower. Yeah, I mean, let me see if this will come through. In yeah, around Albuquerque, go. but surely because it was in response to gun violence, it's not unconstitutional. Wrong. Read the Second Amendment. And then she goes on to say that the police are the people that should be having guns in order to protect our citizens. Oh, but wow. aren't these the same people that want to defund the there, police? Clay. I see that. Yeah. Which way? Well, I wasn't. I don't have it hooked up through yeah, her system. But, but anyway, you get the gist of what she's. That's gonna Naomi. Say there. She's uh, she's she's young. She's going to college. I hope you guys can tune in uh, and uh, yeah. give her some support and 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 then start liking her page. Hey, because we need people like that. We need the young people Absolutely. to take over. I mean, Clay. I mean, some people probably think me and Clay are relatively young, but I'm 52 <laughs> and Clay's gonna be coming up on 50. So 
Yeah, I turned 49. I'll be 50 next year, so about yeah. four days. So, yeah. Woo. I turned 49. Yeah. God will every day. 49. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Big so. league, Clay. 50s, big league. Big, big league. All Making right. Birthday's <laughs> great again. So, so All we, right. almost, we almost set the record last week. Clay didn't like that because he wasn't on, so now <laughs> we definitely set it. One of these times we're going to hit two hours, Clay. Oh, that was three, uh, two minutes and 15 seconds away. We don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate everybody hanging in there. Love you guys' support. Thank you. Oh, there you go, Doug's giving you the happy yeah. birthday. Early happy already. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Clay, 50 in November. So, <laughs> so. Uh, so this weekend, if you're looking for uh, any video, like I said, I'm going to be scouting some deer. I'm going to be taking some video. If I see any big ones, don't expect to see those on uh, any of our social media sites. But I'm going to test. I got some reloads going. I got that 6.5 grand, a lot of that uh, Ruger Ranch 16-inch yep. barrel. I'm going to do some testing on that. Don't worry, I'll make the video quick, under two minutes, but uh, we'll let you know what it's all about and how it's shooting. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully Saturday night after I leave the the old Zap Car Show, it's it's uh, porcupine hunting time. There I get we go. There to we... do so. If I wasn't busy this weekend with the deal, I'd have come up and just hung out with you. Present season's but coming, buddy. Get coming. that planned up. Let's These are it. the I think this is the last of my meetings, except the state meeting in in Bismarck. Or actually, it's in Fargo in November, but mm-hmm. I ain't worried about that either. So. All right. And thanks to Buck and the boys from Alabama for the contents. This was great tonight. <laughs> you know, Pete Coors, I know you don't own it no more, but my Coors lights were tasting good, whoever owns it. <laughs> All right. Guys, it's been a great evening. I think we had a really good discussion. Share with your friends. Like the page on Facebook. Like the and subscribe to uh, our YouTube channel. And of course, check out that website, guys. Guns on the 701.com. Now we got our gear on there. We've made a few sales and some donations. That's great. Yeah. Uh, we love it. Uh, we got we just got that sweatshirt uh, knocked out of there and and sent out today. When you order those big sweatshirts, like I said, it takes two weeks because we got to order everything in and then get it made. So, anyway, we're happy to have it, Zach. It's on the way. If you haven't uh, seen the emails that have come through, I got that set up good finally. Everything's automatic, Jamie. So yeah, Clay just got to show me how to log in. I'm I'm still like logged out of our own <laughs> website. But I better not die. You're gonna be screwed. Yeah, no kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, with that, then I guess we're going to call it an evening. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. And uh, as always, what do we say? Keep your powder powder dry. dry. We will see everybody next week right here.